whatever you want. Also, the notes good. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Two. Oh yeah, perfect. All right. That's good. Ah, oh, camera, don't fuck with me today, bro. Camera, don't motherfuck with me. Okay. Oh. Ah. Are you fucking with me? You're fucking with me. You're fucking with me. Okay. All right. All right. Let me pull your stuff up. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. My mystery is the sea that I travel with. Alright. It's a part while I be used. Alright, that's good. Uh does fucking I wish Chatterino would connect to YouTube chats as well, I think. I don't, I don't know if it does. I don't know if it does either, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, that would honestly be the most advantageous shit ever. Yeah, the motherfucker. I mean, pass the blunt. Doom, 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 doom. I didn't know that restream you could create like a discord channel where you people can type in the discord and it'll show up in the restream chat oh wow i did not know that. know that's dope i don't know who that's for though because like if you're watching my stream then you'd be you'd have or access to the chat the respective true. chats that are or, or maybe to you. or maybe people do are like multicasting like because there's a like a, a podcast tab in discord now so maybe if people are there they see the alert first and they kind of trickle in from the that discord channel and then it just shows up there on the funnel which or maybe cool. even people who wanna who wanna talk to each other directly, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'm it's gonna a, experiment with. I think that. it's like yeah, like a community hub type thing, and just like another yeah. extension of it. Which is again, that's that's actually really cool. Yeah, but I'm ready whenever you are. Bet. Let me fix this. Zambankos. Turn this music down just a little bit. Oh yeah, I didn't even tell you this earlier in the week, but uh, prepare to be here for three fucking hours talking about Kingdom Hearts. I just want to let you know. Nah, you good, bro? Uh, hey, hey, holy shit! I thought you were saying something about the computer, though. No, wait, say something on the computer now. Alright, now I'm ready. Alright. Uh let me uh let me see grab this shit right here. All right, cool. All right. All right. Music is now paused. 
But now good. Recording is on. That's cool. All right. Give me the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, When you walk away, no cool down back, babe. Oh, we on your ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I am so happy we are back and kicking. We booming for another week. No cool down episode 18. You know what I'm saying? I just for yo, just for the vocals alone, I need y'all to rate this five stars off the top, off the top of the dome. I, I, I really need you. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Y'all need to rate that for real. But anyways, <laughs> we are here. We are here for another episode of No Cool Down. We are with uh, our podcast partner in crime, Wen Easy. Wenith, how are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I honestly cannot complain. Cannot complain. Oh, man. I'm about to say, it's, it's been a busy week, a little bit. I'm not going to lie. We picked up a little bit. It it did, it did pick up towards the end. Um, it started off busy, then it was like, quiet and then it's like it's like a, it's like a mixed bag because it mm-hmm. averaged out to a good week yeah nah nah most definitely bro but there, there was definitely a a good handful of stories to pick out from we had to cut some from the uh from the from the full mix man we just got to get the you know saying the best and brightest from the week it's a lot of shit it's a lot of shit but before we get into all the heavy stuff man let's warm up a little bit but is, is you ready are you ready for this i am ready i am ready Let's get this money down. Let's get this money. Let's warm up a little bit. Uh, in cool but slightly disrespectful news, uh, a Brazilian speedrunner streamer uh, has somehow found a method to skip the entire ladder sequence in Metal Gear Solid 3. And uh, after getting some of the inputs right, basically, like, you go to the bottom of the ladder, and like, you kind of put some certain inputs, and you span a little bit, and the snake ends up, starts to T-pose next to the ladder, and he just shoots all the way up to the top, and it just, like, pushes you on in, like, two, two minus minutes. So... As a speedrunner, I guess watcher, this is really cool. But I have some other thoughts as a as, you know as, as a purist of that scene. I I enjoy that. But what's going on with that one? Yeah, I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan, and like that scene was like at first when I first saw it, I thought it was like dumb. But then I was like, but now I think back to it as like a very fond memory because I was like, mm. why am I here? And then I was like, like the music starts playing, and you're just like, man, <laughs> this is kind of like this is like kind of like a cool moment. Like the game kind of like froze in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing a speedrunner get past that, I I really enjoy speedrunners. They're like, mm-hmm. honestly, that is the in my in my mind when you think of like best gamers. Period. I think of speedrunners. Yeah. Um, mostly just because like the stuff that they pull off is crazy. The way that they just like break down or even like uh, understand the game completely different than most people. But Thanks. it definitely is sad to see like. Not sad, but like every time I feel like people were like expecting, like, oh well, now he's gonna have to climb the the staircase. Now it's like, oh, all right, cool. I guess that's just mm-hmm. that's just gone. So it's just it's a it's a weird way of experiencing the game. One hundred percent. I saw it. I was like, yo, there's there's no way, bro. I personally, I'm like, listen, that's cool that y'all found this, but let's not disrespect the moment that is this ladder scene, bro. I'm not gonna lie here. Let's be honest. Like for me personally. This is like my top, probably top five or six favorite video game songs in history. Like Snake Eater is like good as shit. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's a slight disservice to Cynthia Harrell mm-hmm. and everything this team has built to make that damn song work, to, in my yeah. opinion. But I, I understand for the sake of speedrunning, for the sake of getting there, you know what I'm saying? They had to do what they do, you know, to, to get an exploit out, which I've, again, I've never seen anything like this before, ever. So, I mean, it, it, it was cool. 
it was cool for sure. But I, I'm just like, dang, bro, this is a classic. This is a classic. Yeah. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't just, we can't just be er- erasing the goatness that is this song, bro. I, I, don't make me get the vocals out this episode, bro. This, this cannot turn into a singing <laughs> episode, bro. This cannot be a singing podcast. Just know it's fire. It's such a funny moment because it's also like. I, you, I can't even really be mad at the speedrunners either because the way, the amount of time they put into just one specific game, it's mm. like, if anybody's allowed to skip or just jump over stuff, it's speedrunners because the amount of time and effort they put into these games and like how much they've played these games, they've probably been playing this game for hours, maybe even years, um, perfecting, Rex. like finding exploits. It's pretty insane. Shout out to speedrunners, man. They're, they're a, a cut above the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. Like, precision. That the precision and again the the like, raw speed, of course, like you that you have to do certain things with to again try and beat world records is actually insane. I don't know when yeah. it was, but like a couple weeks ago, I, I just looked at some random. Uh, I think it was a Batman Arkham City speed run, and I was just like, "Bro, how the hell did you even like think of getting up to like this spot to avoid this fight, that spot to avoid this fight, getting to this little blind spot so you can shimmy in the map?" You know what I'm saying? Get up to this thing, like the thought process to even find all this stuff and then perfect it in one run. It's, it's, it's crazy. And again, sometimes th- things don't go to plan and they just improvise on the spot to still get a faster time. Like, shout out speedrunners, but hey, yo, for this one, I, I feel a little bit disrespected. That's all I'm saying. That's just me. My <laughs> personal gripe, though. Uh, <laughs> on to the last story of the warm-up. We're going to keep it nice and sweet, man. There's a lot of stuff we got to get into. It seems like this ugly topic is rearing its head more frequently than in times past. Let's talk about cheaters, y'all. And not the one your ex probably was. We're talking about gaming cheaters and specifically from this week and how a COD pro player number two in the world in Call of Duty Vanguard actually was caught using cheats live on his stream. Now, the streamer then went on to publish a statement to claim he only used cheats to gain camos. But many claim that there's more, you know, more fishiness to that statement than we, you know, generally think at face value. So, I mean, thoughts on this and, you know, just a wave of cheaters we've been seeing as of late just on games in general. Cheating in video games is just super fucking whack. Uh, just full stop. I don't even, like, for any purpose, cheating is just whack. Um, as a content creator or, like, a pro player in general, it doesn't make sense to me that you would risk using cheats for camos. Like, I just feel like that's stupid. As, you're a pro player. Yeah. If anybody should be able to get these camos, it should be you. And for you to be like, hey... I was just using it to get the camels. It's like, bro, you play the game all the time. You tell me you can't use a stream to be like, we're going to go try to get the diamond blah, blah, blah camo. Like, mm-hmm. man, I don't believe it. Like, it's not, that's not what you, like, there's no way. If you are a pro player in any scene and you active. care, um, you like, you care, like, you're active, you care about being part of the scene, you wouldn't use cheats for something as corny as camos. You can buy camos. I don't understand, like, what's the, what was the purpose of it? Um, and you just mess it up, the you messing up your bag essentially for can't like that's just I don't believe it. Like it's I would have it would have been better to me if he would have been like, hey, I do it like the one kid who was a um I think it was like Faze Jarvis who got banned from mm. Fortnite. When yeah. he was using cheats, he was like, I just use it for like content creation. I don't use it for like like that. I understand that way more mm. than being like I'm doing it for yeah. in-game skins. Like, no, the Call of Duty skins are not that gas for you to risk your mm-hmm. whole career. I'm sorry, bro, but you're lying. There's no mm. way. Bro, listen. 
I'm not going to lie. I know this man was feeling the pressure. He was like, nigga, what the fuck? What, what should I even say? Oh, gosh. I, 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 I was using it for camos. Yeah, camos, camos. Yeah, 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 bro. Like, nobody cares about camos. I just want to grind it to look good. Nah, bro. Nah. To be number two on COD means that you are like, again, you're playing this game in day in, day out. You're breathing, eat, eating, sleeping shit in this game. So your stats would have to bleed into some degree. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was using them damn cheats, bro. Let's be honest. He was using them damn cheats. And this, again, general discourse, if you're a cheater, if you're using cheats, this is not a novel thing. You're whack. You're, you, 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 yeah. you're whack. That's that's bottom line. Again, and specifically for multiplayer online games, you're you're whack. If it's single player yeah. cheats, you know what I'm saying, to do whatever you do, like GTA cheats, who cares? That's whatever. You, we, we're just making a distinction. But for online settings, this hasn't been a new thing. Uh, people have been, you know what I'm saying, doing boosting lobbies and using hacks and using certain things, on, you know what I'm saying, from way back, from decade, from a decade ago and probably even further. You know what I mean? So this is, yeah. isn't a novel thing, but the speed and rate at which is like people are, you know, getting caught with it only tells me that this problem has gotten exponentially worse. Like people are just so, y'all lame. And this also plays into last week's conversation when we were talking about hot takes and you had the one about uh, gamers don't want to be better. They, they, gamers don't want to actually get better. They just want to, you know, beat their opposition. They just want to beat people. And I'm just like, yeah. that, that, that's another perfect branch off and tie in into that. Cause I'm like, yo, y'all don't have enough, again, mental fortitude to just sit down and actually get good at the game. You know what I mean? You would rather go on a website, pay this money right here, you know what I'm saying, get aimbot, you know what I'm saying, for off, off the rip, than rather train and actually get good at a game. You you play every day. And yeah. on the stance of like, okay, you're cheating for content creation, I don't I, I don't buy that either, honestly. If I I don't I don't like that type of shit either. I I see where yeah. you come from with that what type of argument. I'm like that's still whack. No, I'm not I'm not validating it. I oh, say no, no, like, no, no. I that's what that's you're saying. More believable. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though I I, don't, I wouldn't give a fuck if it's more believable. The fact that you're yeah. saying, oh, I'm using cheats for content creation. That's I'm just like yo. So that tells me again, you're not you're not sufficient enough as a you're you know, not that guy. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Mm-hmm. If that's the case. <laughs> Outsource your gameplay to somebody else who is that guy and then go say, hey, yo, this gameplay was by such and such, blah, blah, blah. Go check out their channel onto the video. You know what I mean? Like there's literally so much, I guess so many ways around it, but people choose to cheat just to keep their name up and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, who cares? Like, honestly, at that point in your, you know, in your content creating career, if you're that big, I feel like people wouldn't care if you, you know what I'm saying, you're doing that well or bad or within a certain skill set, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. So I'm just like, yeah. Cheats in any format, especially in any online game format, is just stupid as hell. And it, yeah. again, it violates the game's terms of service. Most likely, if you're using cheats, it's gonna be some t- against some type of code of conduct that the game, you know, that the game states. So don't use it. Stop being a yeah. bum. If you can't get gameplay, go find somebody that that can do it, bro. There's plenty. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's plenty of other people who don't have the craziest gameplay, but they still gonna post it because it's their stuff. I commend them way more than the cheaters who have like, you know, 50 kill, clear a lobby, 90 kill games and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, stop being a bum ass. Stop being a bum ass motherfucker. Like that, that's all there is to it, really. Like, and I hope more and more y'all get rooted out. I hope Kai's cheat system would actually work. Ricochet, please, we need you. Please, Mm -hmm. just... Yeah, like it's, we gotta we gotta keep getting these boys out of here because they think they think they the shit and then they honestly have cheats and people will boldface lie and say oh yeah no nah, i was using different camos or no nah, i don't got cheats or whatever blah blah blah. and again these, imagine if these people are getting sloppy just imagine how many people are not getting sloppy in the content space you know what i'm saying and are covering their asses with cheats and that that we don't know yeah it's really interesting because um 
a lot of people um well first things first and this is just like a a rule i have for life i think that the corniest people in video games in general outside of like all the horrible things that happen in the space but like when it comes to video games in general it's two wackest people to be on any team with is a cheater and somebody who leaves the game or especially if it's a team-based game facts so like if you're if we're playing overwatch and you just decide to quit halfway through the match because you don't think you're gonna win in a ranked match you're literally the worst person in the world um cheaters way worse than the than the second but it's interesting um because it's like the, the amount of harm you kind of do to the space mm. and to yourself like there's just no dub really like it doesn't yeah. make like you're not you're not winning so there's no way you should feel good um the only reason i can see people cheating is for content creation but then there's a bunch of some of the most viral clips that some of these creators go through is when people mm. find out that they're cheating because yep. i know in cod almost the, the funniest videos that i always look for or share or whatever the ones that always go viral are this cheater got caught midway through a match and yep. his bullets don't do damage to people and those are the most the funniest thing ever and what's really funny is that that creator now got exposed he went viral and if you're anybody with a brain you're probably just not gonna watch him because like mm. you just realize that this dude is trash and there's so many ways of making content like you said you don't even need to play games you could do like i watch um i think it's dal touche i think his name is um mm. the apex player yeah and some of his tiktoks are him spectating people in the lobby and him commentating over it and it's funny mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is a great way of like, he doesn't want, he probably doesn't want to play another game right now. He probably yeah. wants to just chill. So I'm going to just make fun of these people playing this, this lobby right mm. here. And it's a good, it's a good way of like content. Like I could see a lot of people being like, Hey, mm. if you're in my community, send me your gameplay. I will comment over it. And like, we could, you could do a whole thing. It's like, I'm like, these ideas are so easy. So simple. Right, don't give him too much money. though. Don't, don't no, give him too much. Give him. I don't want to give him too much. You need to put it behind that streamer school, bro. You need to put a, that, yeah. that subscription service on that, that bro. Hold on. Easy masterclass. That's what Facts. I need to start. Let's up. go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's like you guys don't even like sit there and think for like two seconds how to be content creators or two seconds how to how to just like I don't know, man. It just doesn't make sense. Like the first thing you think of is let me throw money at the problem to fix the problem, and then not now look at you. You're looking stupid. Mm -hmm. But hey. And, uh, stupid and, and, and it's does, I guess. facts and it's double whammy for pro players because they're like yo the most likely case is people are coming to your channel because you're a good player they're mm -hmm. coming to your channel because you're you're one of the best and mm -hmm. it's majority for that reasoning now if you're entertaining or whatever and you have that mix cool that means you have you're probably gonna branch out your content beyond oh eight, 800 kill gameplay on this map in vanguard you know what i mean but yeah. the fact that this guy here he literally his his whole mo is I'm one of the best COD players, number two in the world on Vanguard, and I'm just playing games. You know what I'm saying? Come check out how I play. And you call, get caught cheating? That's a bad look any way you slice it, bro. Look. It's a bad look, man. And, you know, uh, good riddance if that's the case, bro. Should have never gone up sites and bought that shit. Tough. It's tough. That's on you, man. You made that decision. That, that ass. That ass is on you. Uh, all right, man. That is the warm-up. Uh, let's get to the main stories of the day starting with <laughs> oh this is gonna be a, a uh fun and unnerving conversation as well uh so this past weekend was the official celebration of the 20th anniversary of the kingdom hearts franchise i can't stop smiling through this whole statement and an event was held in japan to showcase many of the festivities for the occasion 
Now, with the timing, of course, a celebratory 20th anniversary trailer was released with a couple of announcements. An update on Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, which is a mobile game. Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, which is a brand new mobile VR Pokemon Go style game with co-op capabilities like a gacha game. Looks actually pretty interesting. And out of thin air, Kingdom Hearts 4 just drops a trailer at the end of this video. So th this marks uh, the beginning of a new story arc for Kingdom Hearts 4 called The Lost Master Saga, with an older Sora waking up in the middle of a new world called Quadratum that looks heavily based on real life and a combo of different Japanese cities slash locales slash Final Fantasy franchise. Like, it's it's a weird mix. And we got some shots of Sora in action looking really beautiful in, an U in a UE4 in-engine trailer with a hint of Donald Goofy at the end. And we are back on the way towards a new Kingdom Hearts mainline line title so there's a lot of shit to break down i'm not gonna lie to you there's a lot of shit but i want to stay at the highest level let's get the bird's eye view let's get your thoughts on you know what we're thinking about kingdom hearts 4 and the drop and the release what's going on with you when um so how do i say this um phone game <laughs> cool i guess um Mobile players are probably really excited. Will I download it? Maybe. I did play. I did play mm -hmm. uh, X Union, or I, I yeah. hope I'm saying it correctly. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts um, Key Union, whatever Union Cross, or yeah. yeah, Union Cross. So I did play that, um, and I I got pretty far into it, but then like I realized mm, I wasn't same. reading. So then like I was like, I'm yeah, losing a lot of stories. So playing just, missions now. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> I'd rather just I'd rather just uh, watch a YouTube video or whatever. Facts. Uh, but for the people who are playing, because it was a pretty fun game. Um, Shout out to y'all. Y'all got get more content, and it's uh, it's been what, what since like five five years in the making that game. Um, what? it feels like it's been uh, Union. I feel like it's it oh, came yeah. out Union like five years out. ago or something like that. <sighs> yeah, I feel and like it was like the yeah, finale. Four or five years ago. Yes. Um. Shout outs to them. Uh, new mobile game. Sure. Um, am I gonna go outside with my phone Ooh. again? No, this isn't the Pokemon Go era anymore. Oh yeah, uh, I, I don't will, even like I going outside a, in general. I'm about to say, hold on, wait, two things. One, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross came out in September 3rd, 2015, so it's even longer than that. Yeah, that's like been seven a years. long ass time. Yeah, seven years, which is which is nuts. wild. Fucking the more numbers, goddamn it. But anyways, <laughs> uh, the second one is um the one note to that uh, to that uh, missing link game was that you can actually just play in your house. Like you didn't have to go anywhere to like do yeah. that thing. So they 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 did they did work around. They did work around for that yeah. style of game, which is again perfect for me. I was yeah. like, I'm not going outside to do that stuff. Like, again, bro, yeah. Pokemon Go, they took all of my attention. You know what I'm saying? They did all that stuff and then it came and went. But they 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 have a workaround for it, which is cool. Yeah, it's 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 dope. Um, again, depending on how fun the game is, it might it might get some spins. Who knows? I might mm. play. I don't know. I I I'm not against playing games on my phone, but I got a yeah. switch and I don't really leave the crib, so it's like yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Now to the, the the meat and potatoes. Um, mm. I wish they didn't say anything. As, as mm. like, I wish I really wish they didn't announce anything. I I Ooh. wish they would just do the phone stuff. Maybe some like switch updates on the games coming out. I don't know if this was a good call. And the reason I say this is because um, if you're as old as me um, or older, you remember you remember when they announced Kingdom Hearts 3 in 2013 and we were all gassed because we saw in-game footage. We saw a little bit of gameplay. Everything was in Japanese, but we knew it was Square Enix's Japanese company. We all thought that this game was re like pretty ready to go. So... When to when Kingdom Hearts uh, three actually dropped in 2019, 
obviously, a lot of us were like, we waited six years since this announcement, and it did not meet up to the expectations that a lot of us wanted. I'm not saying Kingdom Hearts 3 is a bad game. I'm not even saying it's the worst in the series, because I think it, the gameplay-wise, it's one of the best. It's honestly, the formula is amazing. I have my own gripes. That's a whole nother... Vi we, have, we don't have time to talk about all things Facts. I don't like about Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, <laughs> but again, good game. Check it out if you haven't. It wasn't worth six years of hype. That's what I'm getting at. And that's what I'm afraid of when they announced Kingdom Hearts 4, Magic in the Making. That isn't even, that isn't even a year. That's not even, like, that isn't even a, a time. Like, they, they literally just said, we still have jobs over here. Like, they, like, we got work to do. Like, cool, bro. You didn't have to tell me that. Like, that's, that's the thing is, like, I, I really hate overextended hype trains. Um, it's one of, the, one of the things I hate the most because when you hype it up too much, it's going to lead to crunch. Like, it's going to lead to crunch. Unless the game is ready to go, it is going to lead to crunch if you're hyping up the game this much. Um, if they would not have said anything this year and said something maybe next year or when the game is at least one year out, I would have been fine. Am I excited for a New Kingdom Hearts game? Yes. Does this make me want to go buy uh, the DLC for three? Yes, because that's actually one of the main reasons I didn't play the DLC for three is that I was like, I don't know when the next Kingdom Hearts game is going to be, so I'm not going to touch it until it's somewhat soon because I don't want to play it, get hit with a cliffhanger and then be like, all right, well, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. 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 Because I remember when three came out, I beat it as fast as I could to not get spoiled. But then I saw how fast the talking of Kingdom Hearts went down. So I was like, they're not going to spoil the DLC because nobody's talking about this game anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm waiting. Um, I might get it on PC eventually or on my PS5. We'll see what happens. Because I own the games on on PlayStation, but I don't have a PS5. Mm -hmm. I like that they they're making a Kingdom Hearts 4. I just hope that they learn from their mistakes and that this isn't going to take us seven years to get. Mm. I will I will say, because I'm about <laughs> to be a I'm about to be a Kingdom Hearts show today, it, boy. If you ain't it. if you ain't heard it yet, <laughs> I will say that the situation that happened with Kingdom Hearts 3 is very disappointing. Of course, I 100 percent agree with you. Did not live up to expectations. Uh, you know, it was a game that fizzled out way quicker than I thought it was, honestly. Like I played it, I played it what? I think I played it three times and then like I just left it. I just left it for like a good year. I haven't touched it since like what? I want to say maybe a year, year and a half ago. Like I it's been a it long time. Once. And then when critical mode, I try to play it again. But the mm. like one of the issues, which was the cutscenes always happening, really yeah. made me not want to play the game anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's also fair. And they, there's a lot of talking points in Cause I mean, there's so much plot that has to get resolved in there. You know what I'm saying? Again, or, different, but yeah, different, yeah, it's a different, different video, different yeah, video, different yeah. video, different video. But yeah, I feel like the the case of Kingdom Hearts 3's development cycle was really, really rough in the sense that okay, teams just got split for uh Final Fantasy 15 or Final Fantasy versus 13 being remade into Final Fantasy 15 and then working on Kingdom Hearts 3. So the teams got split. There was different focuses. Namora went to one way, the Osaka team went to this way, and Taiyasu was working on that stuff. So again, focus was uh, focus diverged a little bit on one side, and then they switched engines, which is also another major like setback that kind of fucked them up. Like they went from Luminous, and then they went to uh, Unreal Engine Four. So that I feel like that was again two of the biggest reasons why that setup was six years. Now it's completely their fault that they announced it then, and then they had to go through the things that they did. I'm not I'm not saying they should get a pass for their their advertisement cycle or their marketing cycle because. 
it's an L in and of itself. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's tough, bro. Like, it's my favorite series of all time. Again, Kingdom Hearts 3 is one of my favorite games of all time, probably because of, again, just the, how it connects to all the, you know, lore and stuff like that and all that stuff. But there was an L there, 100%. I feel like it's different now because it's a little bit more focused on this, at least from my perspective. I see there might be a little bit more focus. There's only probably three, ma- there's only three major projects that are going in the line. And I feel like in order of sequence, in order of sequence that is being worked on, is dra- the next Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy 16, and then Kingdom Hearts 4. It's literally that, these four. Now, with the announcement, I'm not mad that they dropped it now. Could I have waited? 100%. I could have waited another, like, again, another eight, eight months to a year to hear something from Kingdom Hearts 4, the next mainline title. But I feel like I, st- I still would take this because I feel like they would be in a better spot now that they, that they have been from before, from the last cycle, because they are well into UE4. They have been partnering with um um with with um Epic over Unreal stuff. Unreal, Unreal Engine Five is out, so they have a lot of support on that side. And I feel like the major question mark, which is okay, what's their development state? How comfortable with they with you know in-game engines in that development process? It's settled. The the ship has settled on that front. Now they're just developing the game and making stuff work from that point. I personally feel like it's gonna be still like a good three three years out. Maybe it could be less. It could be more. I don't know. But I I think the, the turnaround will be quicker than we saw with Kingdom Hearts 3. That's that's my personal opinion on how stuff's going to go because of, again, just the differences between back then and back now and, and right now and where Square Enix is at with development, where Square Enix, Square Enix is at with upcoming projects and where especially Tetsuya Nomura is in his lines of focus. He, again, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to state that he's, you know, he's got a lot of focus on, again, this project coming up. So I'm like, I feel that I, I don't want to worry too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to already have an inherent amount of worry with that stuff, but I'm just going to plug it in the back of my mind because I don't want to do it because I'll lose all my hair. You know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to speculate and theorize about what's the development process like, but I feel like it's going to be different this time around. That's just my personal opinion on that. Now, aside from all that shit, aside from the, the logistical worries of a Kingdom Hearts game, actually looking at the trailer, this shit look cool as hell, bro. Now, I know I, I've been reading back up on this and I've been getting back into the lore because it's been a, a real long time for me. So, again, I guess just the, the plays to, you know, the Dead Project, Final Fantasy Versus 13 and all this stuff like that. This man's sword just ends up in a whole other world. And I was trying to explain to myself the concept of where he is right now. And I got confused like a solid 25 hours. Like, it wasn't even minutes, nigga. It was a like straight hours. Like, I was like, yo, a whole day I had to sit on it like, the fuck is so is it, so if he's not in reality that's that's unreal, unreal shit unreal engine with well, ain't unreal engine but that's not the fifth one that's the fourth one but that's the fourth title but then they move into unreal see and i got lost that's how i got lost that's literally how i got lost but but the shit was really it looked really cool again um the, again the characters we saw we saw donald goofy sora has a brand new look he looks really fucking fire um i'm about to say anything anything pop out to you from the trailer itself just like you know stuff that you was looking at um i am a fan of them like exploring this new space of like quote unquote like being in like real time or whatever mm-hmm. or like the regular world yeah uh everything looked pretty sick um that's the thing is like when i was watching it I, it really felt like i was like back in high school seeing the first announcement trailer for like kingdom hearts like when kingdom hearts mm-hmm. 3 and the, you were fighting on like mount olympus with the, with the yeah. roller coasters and stuff and I was like, oh, these are awesome, some really cool, awesome, uh, 
I don't, what's the word for it? Uh, new features, I guess. Yeah. Of the game, like oh, we got chained. We like the movement looks sick. Like it looks mm-hmm. dope. Um, but again, a big skeptic. So I was watching, and I was just like, all right, cool. But when are we mm-hmm. gonna see it? Um, but outside of that, it looked like a really, really good game, and like the graphics look insane. It doesn't even really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for it. The features look dope. I love where they're at with it. Like honestly, like it just seems like a good ass game. Um, yeah. Just gonna have to wait to see. Facts. For me, really. Yeah. You like that? I about to say you saw that reaction commands are back. I know they had like a little empty space yeah. for the button, but yeah, I about to say it's, for me personally, yeah. I was gonna say like one thing I didn't like too much about three was like everything being tied to triangle. Like even like when you use spells and like if you use spells three yeah. times and it's like Faraga, it's like a whole, it's like yeah, a triangle yeah, yeah. commanded thing. It was like, like, cause, like auto loader just kind of like yeah it's like so and it I, was so it was so it's like an overabundance of you know again just combo spam which i didn't mind because it was super flashy and nice but yeah i don't know it was just some things about it became it. to me it became a little bit too automatic kind of thing yeah like, yeah i wanted a little bit more control as opposed to, like i don't want this i want to use uh fi- like the Far- farago or like the blizzard or whatever mm-hmm. but i don't want to use it right now but i have a time limit and i have to press try yeah and, and, like, and get it out yeah, so I was just like, there's things I that like, I kind of want, want them to go back. But again, like, the combat wasn't even my, my source spot in the game. Like, if we kept that mm. same thing, it wouldn't be a problem. But, like, um, the reaction commands, the the chains, and how that's going to affect game, uh, fights and whatnot. I hope that it's, like, the chain abilities mm. are more than just, like, press triangle when you're close to this thing. Uh, yeah, like, I, I want it to do be more, it. more um, like, Dream Drop Distance, I think, did a really good job when they try to expand combat by, like, hey, jump yeah. on, like, like movement-based stuff, like, running With on the walls. With the flow motion, yeah. Yeah, like, that is different as opposed to, like, yo, now your triangle does more triangle stuff. Like, that's cool, <laughs> but, like, I want I want something that really changes the gameplay. If we're mm-hmm. gonna be, if we're gonna be changing the gameplay, if it's just gonna be, like, cool executions, then it's like, all right, cool, but it's not... Like, there's still a lot to be explored with Kingdom Hearts 3. That was another issue I felt like. Mm-hmm. I was like, this game is really, really good, but I feel like this is, like, half of what... Like, I feel like I played half of the game. Like, yeah. there's a lot of story. The game was a cool game, but I wanted more gameplay. I wanted them to, like, expand on it. And it looks like they are. So mm-hmm. I think this game is going to be pretty nuts when it comes to, to combat because I it's only really up from 3. Yeah, 100%. I, I... And I feel like, again, like, the time spent with... uh like i gotta go back and fully play remind but from what i've seen about remind like they did a full you know again reassessment of, of what things go what things were and they made a real good step forward in terms of again the combat systems and how things are certain works and like little tweaks here and there and i think again with this next leap of kingdom hearts forward there's going to be a lot of stuff you know that's going to be really overhauled and updated especially again when it comes to um again just the gameplay tidbits there was actually mention of something called a uh, a build a build and break mode or something like that where you can like i guess it was certain constructs it's like a fourth option i have no idea what that entails but people were saying it's linked to um the kingdom hearts 3 final mix secret boss and how his powers were structured so it could be a really interesting i guess setup i'm i'm just really i i have no idea right now but i'm trying to i'm trying to see again it's just what you said the basis of control is it like an automatic oh i can just press one button and it just all these things i have to keep spamming it spamming spamming it out or can i tactically place all these skills and abilities in a situation for myself where okay i can activate this when needed i can activate this when needed i can snap into this you know and and have a real good set of of tools in my toolbox when i approach the again the heartless the unverse whatever the hell that we're playing this you know this game this time around to, to to again whoop some ass that's really what it's all about i just want I agree with you on that point. I want to have a good balance of control and flashiness to where 
I can really belt some shit out, but at my will, not at, oh, I have to sit on this timer all the time. And you know what I'm saying? I have to get everything out all at once and rush myself. Yeah. Like I, mm. I, I'm excited, but again, like this is very, very early in development because yeah, like they said, still in development, like, like yeah, making facts. magic or whatever. Magic in the making. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah, so I like, know they had to change that tagline because niggas was gonna be on of like now in development. Nah, son, uh, we seen this last time. <laughs> like you're, come on, bro. We've been down this road. Yeah, we listen. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm just happy that now I'm so more into games than I was back in the past, and I'm dealt more serious, so I can distract myself easily. I'm like, yo, listen, when Kingdom Hearts comes, it it it'll, it'll pull up, but I'm not too stressed about it now because i have other series other great games that are dropping all throughout you know this year in the coming years to where you know i'm not fully fi- fixated on it until it's like right in my face so i know that's my just my personal situation but i know other i'm gonna be keeping tabs with the story and everything else like that uh again just the double i don't even want to talk about lore on the podcast too much because we could be here for like five hours trying to again walk around the same point three times so right. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm leave that for another time. I'm gonna leave that for another video because that's gonna be funny in and of itself. But last little big piece though, like uh, at some point during the trailer, they showcased a little forest, and I was like, "Yo, it was looking the forest looking beautiful, realistic as hell." I was like, "Bro, is this Kingdom Hearts or just some tech demo? It doesn't make any sense." But some really really keen eyes around the internet stopped the frame, looked at a riverbed, saw the top right, noticed a weird shaped rock or something and then they managed to look and match up a certain piece of technology a certain atst and people are very very heavily speculating that that was a forest on endor and we could be seeing star wars in kingdom hearts now i what do, what do you feel about that what do you feel about that speculation uh we speculated this in kingdom hearts 3 a lot of people were speculating like, oh they got but by the time by the time that they had acquired marvel the, the game was already Again, this is 2013. I don't even know like when Marvel even got bought by Disney. Um, but I, ah, I'm trying to figure out when it was. Hold on, that that's worth a Google. Yeah, 2015, like, 2014, 2015, 16. Like ah, uh, the game essentially at that time. By the time like we knew Disney for owning Marvel or for owning Star Wars. That game would have already been in development for a long time. And to add those new worlds would have been insane. Facts. So that I don't think they would have. They, y'all would have been. Y'all would. Y'all was mad at six years. Oh, yeah. No, nah, it would have been a straight decade to add, to add that. We would have got. We would have got Kingdom Hearts 3 today. Like, that's how Facts. long I feel like it would have taken. If you would have add Facts. like, all the Star Wars stuff, like, it would have been insane. Um, is it possible in this year? Yeah, I don't see why not. Honestly, I would love for the, them to hold a bigger part because, like. In Kingdom Hearts 3, we had, like, Frozen World. Like, that's how that's how far back mm. Kingdom Hearts 3 was going. It is that Frozen at the time was still relevant. Facts. Um, it was still in that range. And also, just to add yeah. your tidbit, on the tidbit, LucasArts got acquired by Disney in 2012 and Marvel in 2009, which is fucking wild to say. That's actually a very weird time gap, but continue. Interesting. 2012 was still, because we got it, we got the game in 2013, so they were already working on it, so we weren't, we weren't going to get LucasArts stuff for a minute, um, I also feel like they were trying to, usually with Kingdom Hearts, they kind of try to promote things, at least when Kingdom Hearts comes out, not after 17 years or whatever, um, (laughs) they try to promote their stuff, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, they'll show off two, like, yeah, a marquee, a marquee joint, and you got to think about their relationship with Disney as well, and, you know, it's been hard for them as a development team 
to get access to all these Disney worlds and stuff. They had to build up a lot of rapport and trust. Like Namor just didn't get that joint. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like off the rip, they watched him heavily. Like they made him go through revision after revision of Sora's character because Sora's technically Disney property. Like a lot of this stuff, like Disney checked and checked and checked again. So if we can remove this, cut this, you know what I'm saying? They were on his ass at the beginning. And then I feel like, again, he's gained trust over the time. So who knows what he has access to now? I, but from what I'm from where I'm standing, he at least has some foundation of of trust with Disney because he's worked with them for so long and he's done well to incorporate, you know, the the titles that he's been given. Because I would have never again, if you asked me back then, I would have never guessed that we would have access to, you know, like Big Hero 6 or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have yeah. never guessed it when I first saw it. I was like, yo, there's no way he actually got his hands on Big Hero 6 to like talk about like and, and explore. It's crazy. Yeah, so I. I I don't I wouldn't be surprised if they're in there, mm-hmm. um, but I also like wouldn't hold my breath too much. Um, yeah. Mostly because like I could see them in the I could for sure see them in the forms of summons. That would make a lot of sense. Oh yeah, yeah. If but, they, yeah, they brought summons back full force like that. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. I don't know. Like again, we're gonna get some good shit. That's that's all. That's like I don't think that this is gonna be a bad mm-hmm. game. Um, I don't even think I think it's I think it would either even be I want to I really want to say that it'll even even be better than three because I feel like there's no mm-hmm. way they kind of fuck this up like they kind of got a good Especially thing Especially with the, the the whole process of what they learned and the L's they took in that in it the, in their wake and in the redemption through remind yeah I feel like there's they have to know where to go from here they have that basis yeah. mm-hmm. so we'll see and I, I yeah. also think that they showed with three, they showed how much interest is still in Kingdom Hearts. So like they mm-hmm. they were able to they've proven it to Disney, they've proven it to like everybody. Like people still care about this franchise, and that's why we have why we have Kingdom Hearts now on PC. Why we have like all Facts. these deals are being made and stuff like that is because they this they want this franchise to succeed now. So I don't see them, I don't see it being a bad a bad game. Yeah, in terms of like Disney game franchises, this is number one. This is this mm-hmm. is their. Again, this is their like the workhorse. This is the I'm not saying cash cow, but like because it's not a cash cow, but it's like again, there's their breadwinner. It's their champion, like for Disney brands. Like this is it for them. So, you know, I I feel like it's uh, you know they're they're supported on all ends. So it's just a matter of you know you got to execute and build on what you guys built in three. Uh, really quickly though, if you had one world that you want to see in Kingdom Hearts four, which one would it be? Real quick. That's a great question uh you go first because i i there's there's Mm. a lot yeah this is this is tough bro this is actually tough but i would say this off the rip uh coco the coco world that joint i'm pretty sure that's disney right that joint would be fire because that it just from a aesthetic perspective alone that joint just looks beautiful it's a dope ass movie it's probably one of the best again like uh you know disney movies that dropped over the past few years Uh, again the aesthetics are great It'd probably be a great, a lot of great boss inclusions. It, it seems really easy to translate into something that would be like dope. And just the concept of death, which it seems to be a really big theme in Kingdom Hearts 4. Like just yes. again, like, you know, how Sora ends up in that world and how they're connected through, you know, death or some certain condition to get to Quadratum. That seems like it's a big play. So it could be connected. So to me, it makes sense in, in, in certain ways. And again, it's just dope. It's just a dope ass world. I would love to see it again. It's it's well in the Disney range, but shit, it's 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 heat, bro. It's heat. Coco definitely one of them ones. I I definitely agree with you. That would be that would be almost a no a no brainer to put in there. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, I just had it and I totally lost it because it's like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, 
I because it's so hard because I haven't even remembered like a good oh um, it's been a while since I remember like a really good good not like that Disney movies aren't good but it's more like that I remember one that I really wanted like a breakout a deep, joint it's like yeah, yeah that's the one like a deep cut would be like um what's this thing called um oh my god why am i why am i blanking on this uh oh like treasure planet like that would be like oh, a deep cut. yes like something like yes. something crazy like that yes um yes that's one we would won like for like ages that. ages or even like was atlantis atlantis was disney wasn't it were they i think it was under disney but hold on wait nah like there's just been there's been a good amount of movies, but Coco's for sure. I mean, I, everybody wants Star mm-hmm. Wars. And even as a Star Wars fan, I would love to see Star Wars because there's no way. Like, it would just make sense. Like, good and evil, light and dark. Like, the, like the mm-hmm. dark side of the force, light side. Like, it just, that would be. Yes, it, it was Disney, sense. by the way. Atlantis was That's Disney. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, like, I would love to see a deep cut would be cool. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a movie that we just wouldn't expect to be in it. Facts. Um, I, it's hard, but, yeah, I really heavily agree with you on the Lost Planet one. I feel like that's. That that could be a really good sleeper that comes through because of course you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like Treasure Planet is also one of the best Disney drops of all time. You know what I'm saying? Quote your mama on that for real, for real. But that would be a really good one. Atlantis, I don't know because of the proximity to like the Little Mermaid and Atlantica. So maybe yeah. I don't know if they, they they might be that might be bumping heads. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but that's definitely a really really good shout. And of course I'm gonna drop out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to um what's it called? New York, literally just Marvel's Avengers, New York. Just drop them in the middle of there. Let them fight Loki. Let them fight. Let them fight a big ass Chitari. Like you know, what I'm saying, let them, let them, let them run loose. You know, what I'm saying, all yeah. over, all over some area. Put them in Wakanda. I don't know. Do something, we dog. Even see, we could even see Moana. Like that, bro. Could be also Moana be would be crazy. Moana would be a crazy fight. He got to fight a whole island. Nah, like, son. Be, and a whole firebox. Cool. Yeah, nah, nah. That would be a fire, fire world. And. From the quotes we heard from Nomura from this week, he did like some uh, other interview with uh, Famitsu. He was like, you know, at some point, uh, Quadratum is a base for, um, you know, where, where Sora lands in for a part of the game. So we're like, he's not going to be in there forever from what we're hearing. Uh, people yeah. are speculating that he's not going to be in that. He's not going to be on that side forever. So he can jump back to the Disney side where he originally was from. So maybe we'll see new worlds connected after he jumps back or, you know, we, we have a lot of open seasons, so there could be new yeah. worlds on the, the Quadratum side with maybe more real-world stuff like the Star Wars and maybe a Marvel's game or something like that. And then there's also, again, the Disney worlds that we can get connected back to on this side, like a Coco or a Moana. So, I mean, listen, we got a lot of room to run. For me, yeah. I'm not going to stress too much about what could be. I'm just going to, like, let yeah. it happen at the end of the day because I learned my lesson from Kingdom Hearts 3. But yeah. given... My inner child is very happy and very excited that, you know, it, it got announced and it's actually a thing. Cause I, I, I mean, in, in my eyes, I was like, yo, Kingdom Hearts 3 is there and like that saga's done. Like, I'm probably not gonna hear for, for another decade, probably. I kind of just dismissed yeah. it in my head, but it's alive. It's a thing. I was in the backflip and broke my neck when I heard about it. And honestly, can't wait to see what comes next from it, for real. Yeah. Ah, all right. All right. Had to keep you there. You know, I could I could have went in story. I could have kept you here for three hours, but it's fine. We got we to show to do, man. We got to keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. <laughs> but all right, <laughs> let's move on to the next uh, story of the day. So this week, we got to look at a new game coming from Asper and Beamdog entitled Myth Force, which is an 80s-style four-player online co-op, first-person roguelite experience, again, drawing heavily 
on the themes of 80s cartoons. This game is looking to keep players hooked with four classes of players and constantly changing dungeons to spice up the fun. So I this, this came through the middle of the weekend. This is like a really actually like a dope ass trailer. Like they had like, you know, the old TV set, like Saturday morning cartoons, like you know, yeah. really in the elk of like a, you know, He-Man, Voltron type of style. What do you think about this one? Um, I love the, like the aesthetic is cool. I'm really excited. Four player co-op always fun um it seems to give like dungeons and dragons type vibes which is cool mm. um i feel like we haven't had a good co-op dungeons and dragons game and yes i know that there is a co-op dungeons and dragons game it's not good though so yes. we're not talking about that one um roguelike uh and i'm assuming uh procedurally generated dungeons sounds mm -hmm. like fun like it just sounds like a, a good like indie borderlands experience where it's just like we use our abilities and our weapons to to progress through this world like it just sounds like a lot of fun and i'm i'm excited for it i think if it, if it's a if it's a game pass game for sure giving it a try oh, um, yeah. if i can get a code for sure giving it a try it looks like a fun game i'm definitely mm -hmm. happy it's it's around that time now where we're gonna start seeing a lot of like smaller games pop up because it's it's the time where we're not we're gonna get game announcements but we're not gonna get games right away mm -hmm. so people are gonna try to you know make their way in this space uh, as of right now like they need mm -hmm. this up until like i want to say august we're, I don't expect to see too much from big major releases outside of yeah. like Nintendo because they don't they work on their own schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and to me that's fine because if we have experiences like this that are really like in novel and out there and branching out in terms of what we're looking at, I don't mind it. I'm one hundred percent for this. Again, in the elk of like again these these eighties cartoons, I really love this art style. I really like enjoy the look of it. But it, it just feels like, again, fun. Like, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's real, again, like, 80s. Like, you know, it's not, you know, too hokey, but it's, like, you know, real, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, for it. Like, like you got to you gotta yeah, be a no, part of sure. it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it seems really, really fun from the premise and from the, the, the motifs of it. It looks really dope. Now, it's just the thing that really draws me in is the four-player co-op aspect, of course, because I'm thinking of, like, like Power Stone, I'm thinking of like I'm thinking like games like Nicktoons Unite and stuff like that. Like just again, just a four player call up experience that really like locks you in. And just if you can really bring that type of again game style back in a really novel and fun way, if it's if it's procedurally generated, keep those levels coming through. I think you have a really really fun game in your hands. It could be a it could be a you know what I'm saying a dark horse in a year. Honestly, it could be a really like noticeable game that people play and, and get and tap into. And yeah. It just seems really, really fun, and it, it looks like it comes from a, a real place of interest and love. So I like it. I'm a 90s baby, but I like the 80s concept. You know what I'm saying? I got to study up on, on that shit. You know what I'm saying? But it looks really, really cool. It really does. I think so, too. I, I am excited to see what ha what comes of it. Mm -hmm. Hey, yo, Asper, you know what I'm saying? Holla at us. Holla at us. Beam dog, holla at us, man. We, we trying to For see sure. what's going on. You know what I'm saying? For I'm sure. a... I'm a, I'm a young boy slash old head, so we can make this work. We can make this work. <laughs> All right, time to, uh, you know what I'm saying, break out the tinfoil hats for a, a quick second. Just, just wanted to speculate a little bit. So the Nintendo rumor mill has been working overtime these past few days, as that's the only kernel of novel news since Switch fans are getting nothing at the moment. Uh, according to a couple of sources, there have been some job listings popping back up on the internet from Bandai Namco requesting uh, panel, I'm about to say panelists, art panelists, visual artists, and a 3D background artist with postings containing a mention of a collaboration with Nintendo. Now, we're thinking, you know, it, it's saying a lot about a remaster. I think it's a, a, a game that had collaboration between Bandai Namco and Nintendo in the past. A lot of people are pointing towards one culprit, but I mean, to, to your opinion, when, what, are they, what, do you, what do you think it might be? Um, 
it could be i feel like it's gonna be a remaster um mm -hmm. at this point uh don't really i can't really think of an, an, a namco game um that they're trying to push for on switch so with the remaster in mind might be dragon ball z related because that's like mm -hmm. their favorite go-to um it would be sick if they did like a budokai tenkaichi remaster or something like that no. like something nuts but um i have my, i feel like it's gonna be something pac-man related because i haven't heard about pac-man in a minute so i feel like it's mm. gonna be pac-man related if it's not Sick, bro, please do not let it be Pac-Man related. Oh my god, it might gosh. be Pac-Man related. We, it might we love not. That please, dear God, let's not do it. But aside from Pac-Man World Two, because Pac-Man World Two is actually pretty though. But that's not the point. A lot of people have been saying number one would probably be Kid Icarus Uprising. They would probably bring that joint back around. And the second one I've heard is uh, Star Fox Assault that was on the GameCube. So I mean, two, I'll two, two, two notable I'll, I'll joints. Bring that game up. Two Don't notable joints. Uh, he, uh, he said, Don't he said no hope. assault. Don't give me hope. <laughs> that would that's, only be a smart idea, and I don't think that's that, that's that they want to do. How you, how you feel about both of them then? Let's talk about it, bro. Fucking Star Fox Assault was the best Star Fox game that ever came out, period. It was amazing from beginning to end. Um, fucking multiplayer was awesome. The The story was awesome. I, like That game was a good GameCube game. Uh, we haven't yet to see it. If they remaster it, I'd buy it day one. If they're remaking it, but like good, like a good mm -hmm. remake, I'd buy it still. Like that would be a great, like I would love to bring Star Fox back because they all we got from Star Fox was a Ubisoft licensed game Facts. that was like, oh, we're making a game about space exploration. And they were like, that's not going to sell. So then they talked to Nintendo, like, can we use mm -hmm. Star Fox? And they're like, only <laughs> if you play Star Fox on the Switch. And they're like, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Um, and then they had fucking those Skylander figures that I really thought we were going to move away from in 20 whatever. Like, I thought we were done with buying mm. figures to play games. Nope. But fuck us. Yeah, the I guess. amiibos will never die, baby. Amiibos are the only <laughs> things that I fucks with. Everything else, like, I don't want. If you're going to give me a statue of a of of an R Wing, like the, the Star Fox <laughs> ship, don't give me the Ubisoft fucking version of it. Give me the regular shit. I don't want that. Like, I don't want this this American ass shit. Get away from me. Um, I really oh, hate shit, figures man. and games. I think it's such a I think it's such a waste of space. But I also don't have a lot of space. I'm, I don't know. Maybe maybe when I move out, I'm gonna be a big fucking fan of Amiibos. But oh man, yeah, we haven't had a good Star Fox game in ages. So uh, Star Fox hmm. Assault would be insane. But I'm not gonna hold my breath. I, yeah. I I feel like I'll see another I'll see Kingdom Hearts five before I see uh, fucking Star Fox Assault. It's bold, man. But yeah, I, I I think it could be you know it could be Kid Icarus Uprising. That's what a lot of people are talking towards. It, again, a, a likely one, but a really dope one would be Star Star Fox Assault. But uh, I got my money on Wario World, dog. Let's get let's get Wario, Wario World, going, World, man. Wario World, did, bruh. Come on now. Make that? That's nuts. I, I'm like I'm like halfway sure. I remember I saw people. I seen people mentioning. It. I'm like yo. They did it. I must say they, they did help with it. Didn't they help with that? That would be sick. That would be sick. If that's I, one. I actually enjoy the Wario games. If that's one of them ones, bro, let it be so. Let it be yeah. so, because Wario World was a dope ass game. But uh honestly, if I had my money on anything, it'd probably be Kid Icarus. Cause I mean it's the most out of frame of all of them. You know, Kid Icarus yeah. Uprising is probably the most out of frame. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a smart decision because Kid Icarus is Kid Icarus is a dope series, but is it the most smart decision as, as in like, yo, everybody would go crazy if we actually got a good Star Fox game again? Probably not. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, like as, no, no. as freaking out there. You know what I mean? But it's cool. It's all good. All right. That's enough tinfoiling for the day.
we'll we'll see we'll see what's going on next uh okay so it's time to have this conversation oh my gosh in holy hell redemption story continues news no man's sky is slated to roll out a major update to the open world space exploration game called no man's sky outlaws and there's a bunch of stuff in this new update including hold on let me take a quick breath a new class of vehicle called Solar Ships, Outlaw Stations with house new missions, gear, and opportunity for piracy, improved ship combat and aesthetics in space, as well as planetary atmosphere, good smuggling mechanics that have a potential risk of capture, squadrons to accompany you on your journey's fleet, number exploration, or expansion rather, close, sim- close simulation, adding hoods, capes, and more styles for appearance, new expeditions, raids, and more available right now. No Man's Sky dropping heat with this one. What are we thinking when? <laughs> no Man's Sky is so fucking good. Um, it's insane. It's like it's crazy. All this shit is free too. Like that's that's always what blows me away that you guys have been doing this for free. I don't know who's paying this bill. I'm happy for whoever it is. This is one of the best games out right now. Uh, I literally cannot recommend this game more to literally anybody. It's such a good game. Um, the only reason I haven't like I just don't have time for it because it's so massive now. Like mm-hmm. it it it's the size is enormous, and I don't think it's a bad thing whatsoever. I just don't have the time for it. It's Every single time No Man's Sky drops an update, I download it, which I probably will. Uh, like, probably next week, I'll probably have it downloaded and play a little bit of it more. Um, but it's such a good game. Like, th- that's all that really needs to be said. It's like adding, like, they're just adding things that people are asking for. Like, oh, new new cosmetics, cool. And guess what? You don't have to pay for it. New ships, you don't have to pay for it. All this shit, you don't have to pay for it. That's insane. Because there mm-hmm. are a lot of games that you have to pay for every single thing. And you're not even getting this level of, like, stuff. You'll get, like, cosmetics. Or you'll get like, oh, this is like, like look at the Sims DLC compared to No Man's Skies. Sims will sell you the the season of winter like that. Facts. You will pay twenty dollars for it to to snow. No Man's Skies is giving you entire new ways of playing the game for free. It is does it doesn't make any sense. Uh wow. Uh, I just have to say, wow. You know, last time I, you know, we had, you know, I'm thinking back. To when we first seen No Man's Sky and the nervous dude on stage who ended up being the guy, the creator of the whole game and stuff like that. And just seeing what it was and the horrible reception it got when it came out. I would I, I, I will go on record. I was one of the people that was slating this game. I'm like, yo, what is this game is like? It, it didn't have anything in it and it was broken, bro. Like, yo, like this is not good. This is trash right here. And my friend was trying to convince me it's a good game. I'm like, bro, I see what's going on out there. It's not good. And again, it came out to a really, really, really rocky start. Like it was on the ropes. It was almost down and out. But uh, let me say this. I have I am wrong about No Man's Sky. I was wrong about No Man's Sky because of the redemption story that they had, because of the steps that they took to make this game such a really, really like the the definition of expansive in experience. From all these updates that I that I've been noticing again over the past few years and whatnot, like again, it's consistent. They did like oh yeah, whole things you you can set up your whole home base. You know what I'm saying? You set up a team, set up all this other stuff. They created such an environment that's so again expansive, that's so rich with content, rich with everything. Like I I have to hold my hands up and say, listen, you guys have came back, and I have I have to reverse every opinion that I've had in 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 the past about No Man's Sky. Honestly, I can I can I can come back and stand up and stand up on my own too as a man and say, yo, I was wrong on this because y'all came back and yeah. y'all came back so much. So 
that y'all beat the people whose original premise was to do this thing. Star Citizen, bro. I haven't heard a peep from Star Citizen in a long ass time, bro. And then y'all come out the cut and literally just do everything Star Citizen was trying to do at one point. And you know what I'm saying? Y'all just stepped into this lane and built everything up like like that. I I have nothing but plaudits uh for for the No Man's Sky team. Uh, you know, this is one of those comeback stories and it, it kind of prompted me to have actually an idea to think about like, yo, like what are those great comeback stories that we see in gaming? Because a lot of the times we see all the hype gets too great for a franchise, you know what I'm saying? Like a Kingdom Hearts 3 or whatever. And then they let the fans down or they let, you know, expectations and they fail. Like we, we harp a lot on that, but I don't see so much about, you know, so people like this and groups like this and games like this, like No Man's Sky coming back from the abyss and just creating an experience that's one of the top in gaming right now. Like if you want bang for you buck, I'm telling you, No Man's Sky is probably one of those games. Like, yeah, if they caught if they caught me with this expansion, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, you know, when I was younger, this, this would probably be the only game I played for the most part. Like this is probably yeah. like one of the main three because there's so much to do. Like, again, look at the update. You, you, you added like so many ships to your fleet. You can add you can add a whole squadron of people to your travels. Like you can have companions that come with you. Just add it yeah. off the whim. You have entire outlaw stations that are plotted throughout the whole universe and whatnot you can just drop in trade stuff you can smuggle goods you can actually be a smuggler and then you can run into police you know it's intergalactic police and they might catch you they might not like there's so much there's so much depth added into it and i i I am baffled by the turnaround I, i am personally baffled by the turnaround and honestly really 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 good you know what i'm saying like again i can't even remember how long long ago this game like first came out like 2016 2017 or something like that it was a, it was a while ago I it was, a, it, was a, it was a minute ago but i can tell you i you know i i was very very you know critical because I, I didn't see anything at first but again the the vision and the grit it takes for a team to come back especially the one with the size of hello games they they started out really small as an indie developer and they got support you know what i'm saying over, over time to come back from that and consistently build on your vision and do that, that's one of the best, you know, feelings and one of the best experiences as, you know, as a fan, as a developer that you can have in gaming. Seeing something 2016. come 2016, thank you. Literally a whole six year gap. And this should be this should be in contention for one of the best ongoing games, honestly, for this year. I think yeah. I think and I think though they're not gonna stop, you know, right now. The snowball's gonna continue for them. I think it really should be in contention for the best ongoing game, uh, you know, say of the year. And I think it should win. I think it should this, be closer to winning. You know what I'm saying? Than this not. Game, this game is like space Minecraft. That's the only Bro, other game I can think about. It's space Minecraft. It's yeah. literally space Minecraft with better graphics. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the only game that I can think of that, like, came out with, like, bare bones and then built itself up to being the giant that it is today. Like, and they just keep adding stuff for free. And it's like, they're not trying to get you to pay for anything. They're just like, hey, just buy the game. And it wasn't even good. The original premise of the game was just, yo, we're traveling, we're getting materials, and we're going to the end of the end of the universe. They built everything up after that on their content offering, and they just leapfrogged people who were actually trying to make that concept happen still. And it hasn't caught on yet for them. But they were just like, oh, yeah, bet. Oh, pirates, a whole universe, you know what I'm saying? Like actually playing with your friends, whole new starship combat that's out out, out in space and in a planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll throw all that in there for sure, bet. Yeah. And again, nothing but praise. They they get a huge W for this. I will say that up front. They get a huge W for this, man. This should be honestly one of the comeback stories of the past uh, of the past, you know, six, seven years. This this was a yeah. really, really dope arc. And I can't wait to see them do more, man. For real. For sure. 
for sure i I feel the same way like every time again every time they update it i always download it and play it more and i'm like damn this is such a good game you could you could be a no man's sky streamer and maybe not even do all the stuff that there is in that game like there's always new stuff Mm mm-hmm Hey, hey yo, listen, I'm not gonna lie, I'm keeping it a buck. I'm gonna I'm try the game. I'm gonna try the game. I'm gonna I'm hop back into it at some point. I, I like literally there's some games in my backlog I gotta get through, and that's fair. But I know when we hit that long summer stretch and there might not be as much games dropping, this is definitely going into the rotation for sure. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be yeah. regularly playing this because there's so much there, bro. There's literally so much there. Shout out, shout out to the team, bro. I, I completely forget the uh the creator's name of uh, the CEO of Hello Games or the lead. I completely forget his name. It's Sean something. I think it's Sean something. Uh, uh, Sean Murray. He's the director. Sean Murray. Sean Murray. Thank you. The founder thank is you. Grant Duncan, though. Grant, but, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Sean for Murray is the director. Yes. Shout out to Sean Murray for directing and all this stuff. And again, seeing it through, bro. Like, because again, kudos, man. Kudos. Because it's not easy. It's not easy. No, it's I know. Not. <laughs> All right, man. Shout out to No Man's Sky. Let's let's keep it forward. Uh, we got a new trailer for another another game out. You know what I'm saying? It might be on the way soon. We got to look at the upcoming action RPG title Steel Rising this week. Uh, it's coming from Spiders Games, which is a team behind Greedfall, uh, seeming to bleed into the, like more the Soulsborne lane. Uh, this game is set during the French Revolution in France, but with a twist of being populated with automatons and robots, including the main protagonist. So it's like a real like kind of steampunkish slash like elite battle angel like you a robot you know what i'm saying do yeah. your damn thing uh it's really interesting interesting premise but what, what we think about this man um so i actually played a little bit of uh greedfall and i was trying to make a video on it way back in the day but then like mm. the video was corrupted or whatever so i was like damn i can't i really can't do anything with this um but really good game i think this game is going to be pretty sick um they they did some really good work it looks interesting it looks very, very Soulsborne-ish, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I feel like that's just going to mm-hmm. become a genre in and of itself at some point. Well, not at some point. It is a genre in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that it looks like that because third-person combat, like, you, I think that it's fine, personally. It really yeah. depends on what they do with it and if and how it works out or how it feels. But it doesn't look bad. The fact that, like, I think you're a robot is really interesting because you can you have so many options to do with what you want with the character so i am excited because greedfall was a crazy it got really critically it was really good i'm i'm surprised greedfall didn't blow up as much as i i felt like it should have mm-hmm. um because it felt like if you took fable and made and a different company made it even though it's yeah. not at all like fable but it's like the same premise of like that time space with like magic mm-hmm. and stuff like i thought it was a good it was a good game and i'm definitely jumping back into greedfall i have it downloaded but um shout out to them man I'm, I'm happy to see more games uh being made this game looks pretty sick yeah hey listen i i don't have any problem with this necessarily i'm just like how can you start to make those tweaks and and, and make those against uh, adjustments to your gameplay offering that makes you stand out from a Soulsborne type a game like a like a necromancer or, or a technomancer or uh uh again or a greedfall or something like that in in that elk so you're automatically going to get judged to the standard of course, but how yeah. are you going to find a way to make that happen? Again, the automaton concept and like them being, you know, robots in that in, in a ancient time period. Well, not ancient, but uh, a time period in, in the past looks really interesting. Again, French Revolution concept looked pretty cool from the trailer. It looked like there was some, again, frame rate issues. So yeah. I was like, you, got, you guys got to kind of lock in and rein it back there. But uh, from the sense of it, it looks really cool. Honestly, like I, I didn't have any gripes with it necessarily. I'm not 
I'm not. I'm probably not gonna play this off rip. But if it looked good when it comes out, I might actually, you know, maybe give it a shot. Uh, right. You know, it could be an easier intro into those types of games than Elden Ring is because I'm definitely not playing that joint. You know, what I'm saying you already know the policy. <laughs> we still going strong, baby. But uh, I, I, again, from from what it looks like, it, it seems like it's pretty solid so far. So you know what, Steel Rising, we, we actually keep an eye out, like a, like a squinty eye for me, a squinty side eye for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. Ah, some news you might like. <laughs> it seems that the ball is trying to roll again for the Overwatch team as another origin trailer has released for a new character named Sojourn. Now, there was some link gameplay. It seems like uh, she's a soldier with cybernetic abilities. Uh, you know, a, a lot of different stuff in the gamut. But how are you feeling about this, man? I finally got a new character trailer. It might, might be in the um, back, you know, coming back through. What's going on? So they announced Sojourn when they announced the game a while back. Um, seeing they they've even published, I believe, a a overview trailer. So it kind of mm. felt more real. Watching it, I felt like um, how how do I say it? Watching it, I felt like I was watching Overwatch, a new character on Overwatch One when I was still playing Overwatch. Mm. Like it was a great experience. I was like, like oh nostalgic? man. Yeah, in a sense, like I was, it's it's changing the game. Like, oh, how is, how am I gonna play against this, this, that, and the third? But then when the trailer ended, I kind of like snap back into reality. Mm. Like, it's like seeing your ex for the first time. And you're like, <laughs> for the first time in a while, you're like, oh man, I remember all the good times. But then I'm like, I also remember mm. why I'm no longer with this <laughs> person anymore. So it's like, it's interesting. Um, they released an overview trailer for her, but I wish they would have re- released an overview trailer for the game. Now, again, I'm not tapped into Overwatch. I kind of avoid it at this point. Mm. Um, not in the sense of like Overwatch, no, but like I don't look for it. So like maybe they do have more videos on like what the game is going to be, but the entire game is going to be yeah. different. So an overview trailer for a character, I just it doesn't really fit the same to me because I'm like, well, there's going to be a whole new game. The game is going to be completely different. So. Mm. Um, I want. I care more about when the tr- when the beta is dropping than when the tr- than when the character is, yeah, uh, or what the character does. Because I want to play the game. No, nah, I definitely feel that. I feel that, bro. Uh, me, you already know my stance. I'm not playing Overwatch, bro. I ain't played it since the the first beta and the first like couple weeks of the game, bro. I don't play that shit like that. But I mean, again, we got another black queen in the game. She looked cool. She had like a rail gun, yeah. like a whole a real rail gun alt, which looked actually like pretty dope. I don't know how that messes with the meta or anything like that. Uh, but she looked pretty cool. And uh, if Overwatch 2 actually drops, you know, maybe she'd be an interesting character to see you see people play her, man. Uh, you know, we'll see. The game drops. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the that's the caveat. Though, that if that joint drops. actually drops, boy, if it actually drops. All right, let's keep it moving. We grooving through some of these, man. So uh, on the business side of gaming news, a uh, longtime game developer Vicarious Visions has now been snapped up and acquired by Blizzard, making the merger complete as of this week. Now, this seems to be a full transition for Vicarious Visions to be a support character for the major developments within Activision Blizzard and by extension, Microsoft. So, I mean, thoughts on this? Vicarious Visions has been a long time developer since like the what, late 90s. Uh, developed some really, really cool series now under Blizzard, which is now under Microsoft. So uh, what are we thinking about this, man? What's the move? Why is Blizzard buying things? They, they just got, I, are they know, allowed to buy things after they just got bought? Like, I feel like, are they, I, does it matter? I, I I I mean I'm not sure. I I think they still have to do like that final vote thing, which is like okay, oh we got to make sure it's confirmed that we you know we allow this to happen to vote for Microsoft acquisition. But I'm pretty sure at this point it's like you know formalities. I mean like sure I guess I I I just don't know what's 
what what they what the end goal is for Blizzard anymore. Like the company that it once was isn't the company that we have now. Salvage their stock like, price. That's you know what, what they get. Like, That's what their damn end goal is. Like I don't I don't know I don't even know what they're doing it for. So like sure cool I guess. Um, this is like it's like. A, I guess like that's how I feel about it. It's just like sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like it is what it is thing, but my yeah. my personal I guess request if there's ever was one or whatever. I don't know. It's coming from the deluded mind of a gamer, so leave me alone. Uh if we can somehow get Microsoft to again like kind of snap snap up and look, you know what I'm saying? What does Vicarious Visions got, man? Vicarious Visions, man. Like what do what do they even have? If you could somehow get some competition to the upcoming Skate 4 or something like that, or maybe after Skate 4, drop another Tony Hawk game, because I, I think y'all still got some type of jurisdiction in that area. Give me, like, an actual, like, don't give me no pro Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake, because that was not good. You know what I'm saying? Actually, yeah. no, no, wait. 1 and 2 was all right. Pro Skater 5 was trash. Don't give me that. Don't give yeah, me that. The newest one wasn't bad, I heard. The uh, 5? Is- pro Skater 5? No, 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 no. The newest remake. That's oh, what I'm talking about. The, the remake of one and two? Yeah, the one and two was yeah. actually it was a good remake. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I had to correct myself. One the one yeah. and two remake was actually okay. It was actually it was actually pretty solid. Five was not. Five was not. But yeah. if y'all could actually, you know, go back to the drawing board, come, you know, put some stuff together, put this and this together, you know what I'm saying? Put it in the cup, mix it up three times, and make either a remake or a new iteration of a Tony Hawk Underground, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad. Again, you could have a new, you know what I'm saying, get a cast of characters together. There's a whole bunch of new skaters that's out in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole new, you know what I'm saying, lane. You could even get, you know what I'm saying, Bam Margera if he's still out there. You know what I'm saying? Somehow surviving on what? Because he, you know, whatever. I, I don't even want to get into the logistics of that. But you could get, you know, that type of zany-ass experience. If you can get that like type of campaign and put it in a Tony Hawk game for the new generation, that'd be a really dope inclusion. So I, I honestly think, there's a lot, there's a couple franchises in Vicarious Visions lineup that are actually really, really cool that they could, you know, tap back into. I think the first of which would obviously be, uh, um, what's it called? It'd be Tony Hawk, especially Thug. But, you know, thinking about other games, I mean, like, uh, I don't know if they probably still do not have any jurisdiction over anything Marvel because they, they did, they did Ultimate Alliance. So they do not have that anymore. I know for sure. Oh. Uh, but yeah, actually, upon second thought, yeah, now all y'all, all y'all really got is is, is freaking Tony Hawk, bro. I just need y'all to do that, and uh, you know what I'm saying, make that happen. Everything else, yeah, everything else got taken off, y'all. That's crazy, bro. Jets at radio, somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah nah, nah, dead ass. Uh, just focus on Thug, try to remake it or make a new iteration, and you know what I'm saying, ride out in the sunset, be support role. That's that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do y'all thing, be a support main. That's y'all life. It's all good. <laughs> Shoot, all right. That's all. That's all I got on that. Uh. Let's slide into a little bit more meat and potatoes of the pod, man. All right. So a couple of days ago, the world got a little bit sadder as the Gundam Evolution closed network test officially closed out. Now, the hero shooter game dipped in the Gundam dipped into the Gundam universe and has made a lot of waves, a uh, waves rather, over the past week. And it's looking to be a really interesting content offering in its full release. So uh, I know you've had a chance to get your hands on Gundam Evolution. Uh, I have as well as part of the closed network test. Uh, got some gameplay, got some hours in, and, and and really like looked at it. How do you feel about the game? Um, I think that the game is actually pretty insane. Um, it's really, really, really good. I actually today was like wanting to play, but I was like, damn, I can't because it's not out. Yeah, it was out. Yeah. I I need the game to come out soon because 
it's just really good. Like, I just can't think of any way of like any other way of saying it. It's like a fun Overwatch. It's like it remi- literally reminded me of the days of playing Overwatch and be like, wow, this is fun. But like every character I played was like fun to play. There were no characters that I was playing that I was like, hmm, uh, I don't really like playing this, but I have to play it. Like every character had their purpose, but they also had fun mechanics about them. So mm-hmm. I honestly cannot wait for this game. The only issues that I really have is when the game will come out and what the what this free to play game is going to be like. What's the what's the free to play parts of it? Yeah, well, not, well, that's not the only two issues I have. I have those plus one more, but that's beside the point uh, for right now. But yeah. Me in general, uh, I wasn't expecting too much because again, it's like, you know, you Me feel either. a little bit, you feel a little bit, you know, uh, I guess cautious about you know games that just slap on, uh, you know, a a a, a brand or a specific genre, not a specific genre, but a specific series, and then you kind of put them on a certain style, like okay, like all right, it was looking like an Overwatch, Overwatch, you know, Gundam game. I was like, okay, cool. Hopefully, there's some substance to it where again, it really makes it a fun experience. And I got that off the rip, man. Once I figured out my controls and actually got it popping, like there's so much variety in the classes. And I think that was one of the things that really impressed me out the gate. They came with so much variety in who you could play as. Again, I found a lot of uh, dope ass stuff. I immediately eyed the sniper. I, I don't usually play as a sniper in games, but I really like that sniper class. Uh, the shield class uh, was a lava toast, which was like the 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 tankish, the tankish type one. Uh, yeah. like there was there was so many different like again classes to tap into and try and master like again the mechanics seemed really really cool the gameplay was actually really really smooth again looked dope uh played like butter controller support you know what I'm saying like PC support like there, there was there was so much good stuff happening in there like I I was very very thoroughly impressed by how the gameplay came out uh a little bit of confusion over like again some of the objective things and so in in terms of domination that mode is like okay only one flag opens up. So it took a little bit to get adjusted to the rules. Cause I was like, damn, I'm thinking Kai, like just go cap a flag and go, but it's only that one flag opens for a certain time. So that was cool. That, that, that was, you know, that was there. Um, changes a little bit of changes to the map design and map flow. Cause I feel like in some maps, it took a lot, a long time to get engaged with people or at least get into those real, uh, action areas. So I know like, I forgot what map it was, but it was like, it's like, a, you gotta like walk through this hallway to get to this open space and you float over there and you somehow end up in the open air and then you fight people. You know what I mean? That, that seemed a little bit too long. Maybe you, either, either if you adjust the spawn point or you can just make the map a little bit more tighter in, in a sense that helps again, get engagements going further and further. And then again, ticks the respawn respawns up and allows you to get into the fight faster. I think that would be a really welcome change just to, again, keep the fun of the flow and keep consistency with you know, if you're seeing enemies or not, if you're on this side and that side. Uh, yeah, that's definitely cool. And uh, yeah, uh, Barbatos, y'all, Barbatos. Y'all need to nerf that Nick, bro. Y'all need to nerf him. Y'all need to pull him back. Dark side Superman meme with the cape. Just hold him back real quick. What, what, where are you going? I need you to bring him in and nerf his ass because that boy is a problem that boy is yeah. a problem gundam barbatos is an official problem because i saw yeah. i saw too much of that damn man the l2 the stun shot the stun the stun spike thing oh my goodness gracious you know how many times i got rocked by it and i was like yo that's into death i'm not going anywhere that's it that's yeah. a wrap for me like that was a wild, wild, wild character. There was only, and it was like probably one of the only standouts in terms of brokenness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In terms of the entire lineup. 
It was the only it was the only character that I think could really use adjustments. But that's that's the thing about the it's a network closed. Like we're gonna see improvements and we're gonna see changes. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, I think it was a really honestly if they would have released that game as like that game that way, I would have been like, Okay, this isn't this isn't a bad release. Not saying it was a good one, but like from just the network clo- the closed network test, I think that we have a really good game on our hands. Facts. To be honest. Facts. Hey, listen, uh there's a new hero shooter on the scene, baby. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think I really need to, you know what I'm saying, watch over anything except the Gundam game. That's just me though. Honestly. That's just me. Uh but yeah, it really 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 was a dope experience. And I just hope it does good in the West. I really hope it does yeah. good commercially on on you know on the West and, and everything like that. Because I know it's gonna go like hotcakes in Japan and you know, the eastern mm-hmm. areas and stuff like that. But I hope people really take to it, and again, hope it fills a fills, fills a gap and gets again gets like Overwatch players and other people who play hero shooters on board because it's a really solid experience, man. I think it it can only get better with new maps, new characters, and again, just more tweaks. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent, man. Shout outs to Gundam Evolution, man. We miss you out here. We miss you. On to the next set of topics that are aligned within the trailer trove this week. If y'all don't know, I say this is a segment where we talk about a lot of things, movies, comics, and, you know, other alternative forms of media aside from video games. Let's get into it. Uh, First story of two today is that we got an update this week on the movie progress of the Sony smash hit Ghost of Tsushima. The film has now got a lead writer for the adaptation with Takashi Dosher taking up the mantle, joining John Wick contributor Chad Stileski in creating the upcoming entry into the PlayStation brand on the movie front. So we got some, we got some actual traction with Ghost of Tsushima. How, how you feel about, you know, this as a production, the new appointments, what's going on? Um, like, I don't see anything wrong with it, really. Uh, I, I hope that, because the thing is, how do I say? I hope that it gets put in the right hands. Um, and adding, adding Takashi, I don't think is a bad idea. I think is like, a step in the right direction because you're taking this game about samurais um where certain things will be allowed in the sake of like making a good game or whatever um and now putting it as a tv show so like it means like cultural significance like it means more to respect the culture that you're pulling from in a in a movie or t- in, a, in a in a film setting kind mm-hmm. of thing and I hope that they they hire the right people because like certain things might be passed off in a video game as not seeing like, oh, they weren't they were doing this to make it uh, to make the game more accessible or whatever, right? yada, yada, yada or whatever, um, because I know that there were certain things about Ghost of Tsushima. Now, I, I haven't read up on it. Um, I saw that there was an article speaking about like it's uh, what it pulled from the culture and what it did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like the right people involved like this is a very precious ip i guess is what i'm getting at like it's, right. it's very it can it can be really good or it can be so bad in a really bad way kind mm-hmm. of thing so i hope that but this is again sony this is a japanese company i feel like they're gonna hire the right people to make this a good movie like it just would it would make sense yeah um personally i don't know if i wanted to go to tsushima movie right away just because so I soon. feel like there's so many other there's so many other franchises like we don't even have a second Ghost of Tsushima game but we're getting Facts. a movie where it's like there's a lot of other franchises that I would like to see on on the big screen before then before facts seems like yo like what's like <laughs> yo because I'm tired of this bullshit of rushing out so many PlayStation <laughs> IPs to the theaters man like to me 
it's just like, yo, we've got an Uncharted. We've already slated Twisted Metal. We've already slated, you know what I'm saying, God of War. We've already slated, like, a, a bunch of franchises. Like, they're getting really aggressive with this. And I was like, yo, slow down. Slow down. You I, you don't need to push out all these joints to make some PlayStation Cinematic Universe already, bro. Trust me. There's enough of that. Just take your time with making the pictures that, you know, seem really, really good for people. And I, I just feel like it's really early out the gates for Ghost of Tsushima. Because, again, the game came out two years ago. The game only came out two years ago. So it was like really, really sudden, honestly. But I will say it is one of the best narratives over the past you know, few years in terms of story. A really, really cool story. A lot of really, really great fleshed out characters that just were, again, came across, came across the screen really well in the games. And it, it makes sense, you know what I'm saying, in terms of uh, you know, a story that you can translate to a big screen. Because that seems like a really, really cool, again, action-packed, you know, action-packed story. Uh, again, the guy, last of his clan, you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to make trying to make some good on the world, trying to defend his homeland. And then he just comes at a clash and, you know, has an internal struggle between his morals and, you know, the system that he grew up in and whatnot. Has the right, has the makings of a really, really dope movie. But in terms of, okay, the pecking order for other franchises, maybe it could have been pushed a little bit back. Uh, in terms of the appointments, have no no problems with Takashi Dosher taking up the role. It seems like again a, pr- a pretty good fit for it. Um, Chad Stileski, again that was probably again the older news, but I really like that because action sequences and John Wick just go together. So I'm like y'all can that's that's beautiful, and we know the action sequences in in um, Ghost of Shima are really really key just to how he operates. Again, just like you know scale being again like parkour and scaling walls and you know all these action sequences like 1v5 fights with the you know with swords and whatnot doing all this crazy stuff and even that's even before him becoming like the ghost and using different tactics to get around the map and whatnot or get around you know the island there's so much action that could be involved in that movie and i feel like again Stileski with his work on the john wick series is one of those people that can bring that out in full force so i think that's a really really good appointment my only thing is we might as well go the whole way again just make the guy who voice acted and actually mocapped Jin Sakai, just make him the main character. Just, just I, I personally would just give him the same joint and just put him with a, maybe a slightly different cast or maybe give him a different uh, bit of a tonal, sh- maybe just a slight tonal shift, not entirely, just to fit more of the big screen and the adaptation. But I don't think you have to go that far to, you know, make a hoop. You don't have to, again, hire like the one dude from Mortal Kombat you know what I'm saying? 87 million yeah. times. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to hire, yeah. you know what I'm saying, uh, old boy to go make it happen. You you have something right in front of you. Now, the supporting cast could be completely different and, you know, do what you think, you know, do what you need to do. But you don't need to t- cast like Tom Cruise some shit in this, bro. He's not the last samurai. You don't need to do yeah. it. It's right there. You don't have to look that far to make a really good adaptation. And I feel like the guy who, who mo-capped and voice acted Jin Sakai will be a really good pick for the lead. Because he is the lead. He is the damn character. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I hate to break it to you. It's surprising news, but he is that character. So I don't want Hollywood to think too hard on this. Please, let's not think too hard. Because it can be a really, really good film that comes across if you just plug the right parts where they need to go. You don't need to overthink. Yeah, and I I agree. Like, that, uh, yeah, like, I completely agree. Because it Mm -hmm. it really depends on who you get involved that will either make this a really good movie or it's going to come out as like for example me i, I kind of see it as like you guys just trying to tap into like the movie market which i mean mm-hmm. it's sony they've already into the movie market but like yeah. you guys are trying to like put, they're trying stuff. to put playstation they're trying to aggressively force that playstation you know module into that movie space yeah and 
when you involve the wrong people you get movies that are like movies made by sony like morbius so it's like you didn't have the right people mm. on that on that you know what i'm saying like mm. i just don't want you guys mistakes are being made by you guys and i don't want you guys to make the same i want you guys to learn from yourselves like please. that's at the end of the day please. learn from the mistakes that you've please. made please please learn from your mistakes or be doomed to repeat the same event of Tyrese fake quoting a fake quote about Martin Scorsese praising your movie when in fact it was a fake. And I said fake three times to emphasize that it was a fake and he still quoted it like it was real. Oh, hell's man, wrong? <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. That's still that's still the funniest joint I've ever seen, bro. Ah, oh, love Tyrese. Love Tyrese. <laughs> oh shoot bro all right man let's get to the last uh, story of the trailer trove so after uh we got the big news uh from monday that discovery had purchased and merged with at&t's warner media company for about 43 billion dollars we are starting to get some headway and ramifications into what might be next for warner and particularly the dc universe now from, from a variety report yesterday, we got some exclusive drops that the newly named Warner Discovery are looking at options to overhaul the DCEU as we know it. Now, insider reports suggest that Warner Discovery viewed DC as lacking in coherent creative and brand strategy, go figure, despite recent successes like the Batman. Now, the report goes on to state major DC staples like Superman need revitalization. Projects like Todd Phillips' Joker are a great example of how DC's character roster should be developed and noted the search for a creative mastermind slash businessman to fit in the role similar to Kevin Feige for the MCU. So, I mean, Warner, Warner Media is now Warner Discovery, and we're, we were potentially looking at a lot of different up changes, you know, and, and, and overhauls for the DCEU. What are we feeling about it, man? Um, I feel like this, it's just kind of wild that like, they didn't have like a figurehead to manage like the projects kind of like Kevin Feige. And I don't even like, mm. like using him as like the best, like, I'm not saying yeah. he's not good at what he does, but like, I don't think it's necessary. But when you guys are trying to recreate what they're doing over at Marvel, it's just kind of wild to me that you didn't have one person sitting there like, Facts. yes, I will, I will quality control all of it because when there's too many cooks in the kitchen, you get very you get movies that are in the same universe but are very different and they don't even really fit together well. Um, that's why like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman versus Superman, all three of those movies felt like they were made by completely different. Like they didn't even mm -hmm. seem they were in the same universe outside of as if like oh wait Wonder Woman's in Batman versus Superman so she's in the same universe. That's why we know yeah. this. Um, right. These movies just they just they weren't good. Um, <laughs> they weren't good like solo movies and then when you're telling me that they all have like this is the best like we're, we're, we did these three so that we could do this and then you should release mm. Justice League you're like man I feel like you shouldn't have done any of this yeah. like I facts it just I don't know I don't know you need somebody up top um, and I'm sure that the, the, the executive producers I'm sure a lot of people had their hands in the cookie jar like, no, we need to do this. No, we need to do this. No, we need to do this. And I think having one sole person like we trust this person, you go crazy and give them like three movies. If in three movies, shit isn't looking coherent or at least give like let them outline the shit. Give them like have a big ass plan because Marvel will come out and they'll do like phase six and they'll tell you about every movie that's coming out from here till 2060 because they have a plan. They kind of know where they're going to go with things. So. I just am surprised that they didn't have one person keeping track of everything or like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, like the quality control. Um, I'm happy that they're, they're taking more into consideration. I don't know if I don't really like the idea of Joker being like the, the example. Um, 
I haven't seen the Joker actually, but I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, right? Yes, yes, they are. I feel like that was a very standalone film, and if I'm wrong, let me know. I haven't seen no, it. No, you are you are correct. You are correct. You are very. It's like you are very, very standalone. Um, the Batman, I feel like, is less standalone because you could add shit into it, but also like, mm. I don't think that that should mm. be leave it the like, fuck I, alone. Yes, like I don't think it's. I think it should be in its own universe because of how mm. well it developed the Gotham and the entire atmosphere. Adding anybody else to like connect to that shit would kind of ruin the whole world that it's in. Um. I think that it should be no, because I don't even think like I don't think they've had a good movie that I would sit here and be like, this is the example of how all of your movies should be. Um, maybe Aquaman, but I even still feel like Aquaman was too close to the Marvel movies to to really for me to be like, yeah, we need to have more of mm-hmm. these because then it's just gonna be like DC with a Marvel spice to it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm in the mindset of this. Okay, now. There needs to be a balance struck with Warner and with DC, DCEU. Y'all are actually bumming it, bro. Like y'all, are, y'all been bumming it for a long time. Let's not dismiss the fact. Uh, much to my dismay and disappointment, you guys have been bumming it. As much as I want to see you guys succeed, you've been bumming it. And without that quarterback role, without that somebody uh, like in air traffic control, making sure everybody's going this way and that way, you cannot make a connected universe work. You cannot do that. You have to appoint somebody at the top of the key who's going to make sure everything fits, not in a rush, but every every piece is curated with enough to, again, link this to this and put this there for a satisfying natural progression into team ups into you know actual the whole organizational films like the justice league you know saying all that stuff like that you never had that you try to rush it with what's the name uh uh joss whedon and you know it, it, you made that you made the first cut of of um uh, what's it called justice league and then Zack snyder didn't really get everything that he wanted to get off off and it didn't really translate as well in certain aspects so it's like it's hard to hear see that when you get in a rush but with this new possible avenue i need them to strike a balance one i believe there are are going to continue down this path of having a connecting universe i I believe they will i believe they will continue they need to have somebody in this role who again who is similar to feige in the in the sense that he can operate and move to connect these systems naturally and not in a rush because i the one thing i will credit marvel to the end of time for is that in terms of connecting stories and making sure there isn't too much rush between them and actually creating a universe that makes sense, they're masters at that. They have mastered that formula. They can pull you in and make you see things or, 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 or plot things from 10 years ago that show up today. And as, yo, we told you then, y'all just didn't see it. That is really, really key. And somebody like Kevin Feige is absolutely instrumental to make a, an operation like that even work. That's needed. But also, on the other side of that coin, you guys need to have enough balls to give the creators, give the creatives and give the directives the control over their respective projects. You cannot have a situation where every movie feels the same. You can't, you have to have these lanes of, of projects with tonal differences. Wonder Woman can't feel the same as Batman v Superman. It can't feel the same as this next character. It can't feel the same as Blue Beetle. It can't see it feel the same as Flash. You can't have it under the same coat of paint. Because that takes all the way the, 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 again, the beauty and the actual excitement and buildup from seeing these own characters and then having them come together. If you put them on, on the same frame like five times and they're already together, 
know what I'm saying? You kind of you 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 stamp on the the excitement that you get when you see them to, actually as a team for the first time. Again, the, the problem with the Justice League thing is I already jumped in. Oh, Batman's already connected with Diana, so they, the Super, Justice League's already coming. You know what I'm saying? Like there was no natural. It didn't feel as you know naturally. Oh shit! One of them was already this established badass doing her thing. She only got one movie before we saw her in the you know Batman v Superman. So I'm like, okay, we didn't even get enough time to really like cook on that. And whereas again, look at Marvel. They took Cap- Captain America. I it took like how many Iron Mans? It took you know what I'm saying like like two like two Iron Mans and all this stuff to build and build and build and build. And then we got everybody together. Everybody had some establishment to to some degree. And then they had their rapport. They had their build with the fans. And then okay, we see it. Yo, is, is it coming together? It's coming together. Boom, it's there. But here's the thing. At some point, Marvel's formula got really again. It, it kind of got mixed and matched where the tone doesn't feel too different now of course the characters in source trio feel different but but the the actual tone you know what i'm saying i i feel like it should have enough distinction a shane she should not feel like a black panther should not feel like this but then again there's some things that disney have to hold them back and rein in on that makes it all feel a little bit you know mushed in the same in terms of like what you feel and what the you know progression of the plot is and you know just general feelings towards that and the, again the general overall tone of of Marvel stories and how they're portrayed on screen, DC can't do that. I don't think DC has the the room to do that. They need to make sure that the people they sign on to be directors, executive producers of ex- specific films and franchises within the DC banner have to be different. Has to be different enough to do their own thing. You have to have a the Batman. You have to have let Matt Reeves do his thing. Do not muddy his process. Now, if you need to make a, a an inlay in, I'm not saying do this now because I'm, I'm doubling down on my stance. Do not fuck with it. But for example, if you're planning to connect him into the DCEU, let him do his thing. But then again, try to incorporate little tidbits here and there over time that show, hey, we're connected on this front. We're on there. Something may be coming, but we're not going to rush it in the next movie. You see him just abandon everything he was doing right there and then go have a fight with somebody. This needs to be a very curated thing uh, where one, we have consistency in terms of building and tidbits on everybody's movie projects. but two. You give everybody the space they need to make the movies that they want to make. There's there's too much time invested in us, you know, trying to build something, even if it's not worthwhile. Stop trying to rush to un, like to, to un, unsatisfying moments when you haven't built the ingredients together for that moment. You know what I mean? They want they want to rush to step 17 without going through steps one through five for every franchise. You know what I'm saying? Or one through 16 for every franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them do what they need to do. I feel like we had a we would have had a lot more success and uh, gratitude for the moment if we let somebody like Zack Snyder do his thing in the full joint and got his full arc in without correcting stuff. You know what I'm saying? Dave, David Ayer's Suicide Squad might have actually turned out slightly better if we didn't cut out all of his parts. You know what I mean? You got to let the creatives cook. Let the creatives cook, and you know, put your part in the mix to connect everything. That's your point. You, you're supposed to be a floor general. Let everybody else cook and feed everybody. And you know what I'm saying, bring out the best in them, but also pull the teams together and be the glue. Yeah. And that's why I feel like having one person who can like not only just like tell people when they're at the bottom what they need to be doing, but like pushing the people at the top away as well. Because mm-hmm. that's just the issue with a lot of the everybody says the same thing with these movies, is like there are just a lot of chefs in the kitchen. Facts. Too many. Too many. And that just muddies the product, bro. Like some people, again, some people have been saying like, yo, they like it with no, they, they like some of their movies with no like, you know, overarching director to connect all these things all the time because they like 
the complete differences. Suicide Squad, the new one that just came out, feels nothing like the Batman. And the Batman feels nothing like Peacemaker. And Peacemaker feels nothing like another series that, you know what I'm saying, like that, that, that might have dropped out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, they're so distinct and separate in their tones, in their approaches, in everything that if you if you were on a stance to actually like, OK, you know, maybe you wanted to connect them or whatnot, it would still be pretty satisfying because you know them as separate entities in terms of tone. But, yeah, it's it's just like you have to you have to have the right people on board and you have to have the right amount of space between the executives at the top of you know Warner Discovery and then the creatives who are coming in to make these projects happen. For sure. I agree. More little story. Get y'all shit together. Get y'all yeah. shit together. Oh my god. It's gosh. way too late. Way too late. Yeah. Like y'all y'all should have had your shit together. Man. Facts. I should have been had a good ass Lobo movie. Y'all pissing me off, bro. Let me not even get yeah. into it, bro. <laughs> I should have been had it. I should have been had it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into the last topic of the day. Ah, this is actually a pretty uh, interesting entry. Uh, this week we saw into one of Reddit's more famous uh, sub subreddits or subgenres uh, called AITA or I am I the asshole. Uh, it's basically a subreddit, subreddit where people explain their situations and get justification as to whether they are or are not an asshole. And this particular post made its way onto Twitter and centered around a boyfriend who had a girlfriend curious about Elden Ring and naturally let her play some. But over time, she got more and more hours into the boyfriend anticipated and even started a new game. Plus, she got real good at the game. She beat the game and the boyfriend claimed the methods that she used to beat the game were an easy mode. And he's aiming to play it the game the way it was meant to be played. So, I, I, we're, wow, wow. Interesting. How do you feel about that? When I know you talk about it a little bit on, on Twitter, I just want to get your thoughts on it. Um, I think that shit is so like. Uh, my girlfriend Panda, who I do a talk with, is um, what I what you would consider a gamer girl, um, or my I like to call her my gamer girlfriend because we play video games all the time. Um, one thing that I think is very important in any relationship really is that allowing people to enjoy their hobbies and shit, and not trying to belittle them for shit. The the thing that's so crazy to me is that if Panda were to be like, "Hey, you know what?" I see that because in the in the story he talks about how Elden Ring, how the Souls games are his favorite game, but he gets upset when his girlfriend starts enjoying them. Like if Panda would look at me and be like, "Oh, I really, I you like Metal Gear Solid, right? You know what? I'm gonna try the Metal Gear Solid games." And if she beats them or is better at those games than I am, or even if she like plays them and thinks they're stupid, that is still her showing some kind of interest in your hobby. And that motherfucker is so much the asshole. I honestly wish they break up. Like I, I mm. never wish that on people, but I really hope she finds. A, actually, I, that's a lie. I wish it on people all the time. I hope she <laughs> finds somebody way better because that shit is horrible. Like imagine sitting there, like, hey, that's the game that you like. I'm gonna try it out. She does it, and then you literally look at her mm. and you're like, ew, are you fucking high, you moron? You don't deserve a person to share in your hobbies because it doesn't sound like you want people to share in your hobbies. And this is the biggest issue I always have with the Souls community. And it's not just the Souls community because there's a lot of it's other a, It's a lot of communities. communities. Yeah, yeah there's a, a lot, lot of gatekeeping-ass communities. And it's just like, what? Like, how can you not see that you're the asshole in the situation? It doesn't make any sense. It's wild. Uh, I'm just like, yo... 
how in the hell yeah how did you get this far in the post without stopping but yep yeah that's probably me that's probably me guys I <laughs> probably just, let me just delete this yeah like to tldr i sold it myself let's get out of here but he did not this man apparently for the post 28 years old this man almost 30 and has no no amount of self-awareness from this post like zero amount this man was literally was like yo he was like yo she's using magic that's like it's like easy it's like it's not even like it's not even hard like nigga it's in the game so it's a mechanic it's not easy mode it's the game shut the fuck up bro you're a loser you're a loser like it's just that baffled me it's like yo and he's trying to explain this rationally i'm like bro there is no rational in that situation bro you're being an idiot your girlfriend actually took interest in something that you like to do specifically you know what i'm saying okay she plays games on and off but not really and then she took an interest in a game that you really really, really love bro you should be happy you should be rejoicing and and not and not even that just because you're working and she got more hours to play than you you should be even more happy let her cat get you up to speed on what's going on you know what i'm saying or maybe if you don't want to be spoiled let her know maybe she can help you i don't know maybe be like you know a rational human being instead of a douchebag you know what i'm saying that, that, that tries to take precedence and superiority over everybody who plays games that you like like maybe that could be a good alternative like stop being a dickhead like yeah, yeah. i i i don't i do not wish that i don't well i don't care enough to talk about other people like that honestly well for the yeah for the mm-hmm. most part but for you my friend for you my friend you got to you, you got to really, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, go find worse people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hope she goes on to greener pastures because if you act like a dickhead over a game that you like and the fact that she just used magic spells and you say, oh, you didn't play the game for real. You didn't beat it. You're on New Game Plus for no reason. Like You are an idiot. You are stupid as hell, bro. And I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, you deserve to be alone for that one, dog. I'm not going to lie. Maybe not forever, but for a little while, just think of your actions and realize how much of a dumbass you are. That's just me, though. It's just stupid. And, like, I, I, again, I think this game is amazing. Game of the year, probably. But, like, the amount of, like, is this what, is this what happens when we, get, when we finally get a good game? Like, do we act this fucking weird about shit? Um, the answer to that, it's a rhetorical question. No, normal people don't act this fucking weird about these games. But it's, like, I just, mm-hmm. like, I see shit like this all the time and think to myself, like, we don't deserve this game. If this is how you guys are going to act, like, Facts. It, like why Facts. When this game came out, it should have been a lot of like, if a good Metal Gear Solid game came out or like a good Kingdom Hearts game came out, like one that is like great for mm-hmm. newcomers, a lot of people would be like, you should definitely try it out. You should definitely play. Or if like a new Battlefield came out that like, I'll be like, yo, you should definitely get on it. You should all, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I would include people into, Facts. into the franchise. You want to expand it, you know, you know, more people like, to experience what you're experiencing. The fact that this is like the first, big uh elden uh the big the first big dark souls game the most popular dark souls game and all you guys have been doing is trying to get people get less people to play it makes absolutely no sense to me and i just don't even think you guys deserve the franchise at this point if you're going to be pushing people away like it doesn't make sense that you're like i want him to make more Mm. games but i want him to make less money because i don't want people to play yeah makes no sense this is just this is just another prime example of gamers are not good people bro a lot of you a lot of you are not good people and i just need y'all to really take that to heart a lot of you are not good just because you play games does not make you a good person like it ought to be like please 
let's let's get that like run that right back through your head one more time looking back at the post this man said in parentheses oh that's fine i was actually not spoiled too much if she got ahead because he was playing more to him and she was like and he said though i secretly thought she'd give up early on you already downplaying her in your head bro you're like yeah she probably not she probably gonna suck ass at the game and give it up bro you already dismissed her it's like gaming skill and enjoyment of the game or our persistence for one and then two after he asked it, after he again asked her how she beat the game, she was like, "Okay, I use I use magic, I use NPCs for the summoning and stuff like that, and I probably got some other players to come in and you know help me out." Again, that's just the that's mechanics that are in the game, so you beat the game. It is what it is. And then he he literally said verbatim, he said, "This made a lot of sense to me," and I laughed and said, "Well, that explains it. I don't think you'd have managed without that help." Wow, like damn, you just you just like you really exposed yourself, bro. You really said, yo, I don't believe in you. I never believed in you. And I thought you would have gave that joint up a minute ago. Like, that's, that's crazy. crazy. You're saying this to that's your girlfriend. Crazy. You're saying this to your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is just a natural thought. He wasn't even like joking or anything like this. This is just a natural occurring thought for him. Like, yo, yeah. she's not good enough to play any of these games. I'm probably gonna have to step in and like help her or whatever. She's gonna give up and I'll just do whatever my, my joint is. Like, this dude deserves that's support system. pain that's your that's her support system you know what i'm saying like that's, like, like that's her support system is this guy who can't who doesn't believe that she can play this game like when panda oh. tells me like because she doesn't have any interest in the elden ring game mm. but like fighting games in general i'd be tell i just tell her the same shit like all you gotta do is just practice like i never mm-hmm. i never brought up guilty gear because that's a it's a pretty complicated game once you get to the higher yeah. uh, levels mm-hmm. but like i never sat there and said Oh, I don't think you can do it, or like I don't think you're gonna be good at Apex or whatever. Facts. Because at some point you have to understand who you're dealing with. You're not dealing with like somebody you don't care about. This is like your partner. When the when mm. the PlayStation turns off or when Elden Ring stops getting updates, when you've beat it a million times, this is the person who you're gonna spend the or you hopefully it will still be in your yeah. life in some capacity. Facts. Um and the fact that you're looking over to them and being like, Yeah, you're not good enough for this is insane. Like it is, it is astronomically insane that you can't. If you think that she can't beat Elden Rings, I I can't even mm. begin to imagine what else you think she cannot do. Now, and I also forgot. Let's just let's just, let's just look at how he started off the entire post. Let's just say this. He said some context. My my partner, twenty six female, isn't really into proper video games. She mainly plays games on Switch, like Animal Crossing or Breath of the Wild. That first sentence right there, we gotta stop. It's insane. So, so Animal Crossing and Breath of the Wild are not proper games. And the Switch is not a proper game platform. That's crazy to me. That you already started off with a red flag, bro. Just cause you just cause you play some torture Olympics ass game like Elden Ring, that makes you a proper gamer? You a bum ass nigga. You are a loser, bro. You're a loser. You are honestly, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, military grade loser you suck bro i'm sorry dog how you going to discredit somebody for playing animal crossing and breath of the wild breath of the wild is literally regarded as one of the greatest games of all time by so many different people one of the greatest games of this generation like most likely you know what i'm saying like elden, elden ring is is described as soul's breath of the wild so like literally yeah, the like same like the same parallel bro how can you say that and in the same and in the next sentence i'm a huge fan of souls like games and have been waiting for elden ring for absolutely ages how can you say that in your head the lack of awareness is baffling and i must mm-hmm. end my case by saying again gamers are not good people they do not right. automatically equate please stop yeah. this madness just know a lot of y'all are some losers, bro. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
That's oh fact. my gosh, bro. That's crazy. I <laughs> that's what nah, nah the absolute lack of awareness makes me laugh sometimes, bro. That's that's insanity. That is insanity. A lot of people mm-hmm. do not deserve gamer partners because you, y'all don't know y'all y'all don't Facts. know how to you, y'all, you you think gamer partners are just like gamers and your partner like it's a completely different like avenue the shit that you say to your mm. your, your your teammates or your or your randoms you cannot say to your and, partner and by extension you i don't even think you should be saying that to your teammates bro uh, uh, people you yeah. rock with you know what i'm yeah. saying oh yeah you can't play that bro you know what i'm saying like what type of stupid shit is that you gonna tell cool, somebody bro. you know and probably regard as a friend. Hey, yo, yeah, you can't. You you probably gonna you probably gonna fail at that, bro. Like what type of what type of support system is that? Yeah, you've completely proved. You don't even. You could have just posted the first sentence alone, and then you would have mm-hmm. been. You would. I would have marked off the whole situation automatically, bro. Bummies, 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 bro. I I I gotta yeah. One more time for the people at home, in case you forgot. Just because you're a gamer, does not make you a good person. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, man. That's all the topics for the day, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Uh, when any more closing thoughts, any stories you might have missed? Was was what, what are we potentially lacking? Um, nothing crazy, really. Like the only other things were like very small stories, like um, Capcom releasing like a fighting game collection of like their old old titles, oh. um, which is cool. But like, it's it's very niche games that like mm. people. People are like, oh, cool, uh, the the vampire games that we love from the back of the from way way back in the day, but it wasn't like mm. it wasn't not Kingdom Hearts, it wasn't a Marvel vs. Capcom or anything like that. It was just like, yeah. oh, cool, like old fighting game. Mm. Nothing crazy really, because again, we're not really gonna see much until like maybe next month, maybe like the honestly, I feel like the biggest announcement outside of Kingdom Hearts was um, No Man's Skies. We might see more games Facts. getting updated and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's, it's gonna be they're they're ramping up for the big announcements. Facts. It's it's kind of turning up, man. It's kind of it's kind of turning up for real, for real. But yeah, uh, I have no major uh, no major thoughts or any stories that I were lacking from this week. I don't think you know to any major ones that we've seen. It might have been a yeah. couple ones, like some dude. Uh, uh, what's it called? Some dude like bought an NFT for like two point nine million and got like thirty six hundred back, and I was laughing my ass off at that shit. That was funny, but uh. Uh, aside from that, man, that's that's all I got, man. Any closing notes before we get up out of here? Um, stay hydrated, stay safe, and play some video games. Play No Man's Skies. Feel that. Feel that. Uh, my closing thoughts are: make sure you guys uh, keep up with us on all social platforms. You know what I'm saying? For YouTube, uh, Wotaku Channel, W O T A K U channel on youtube went easy on all the social platforms that man trip on all social platforms no cool down pod on twitter you can look up no cool down on all audio platforms spotify sound I'm about to say not soundcloud i'm about to say we're not trying to drop a mixtape yet uh spotify apple stitcher anchor you know what i'm saying and google Podcasts. make sure yeah 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 drop in there you know what i'm saying drop us uh our, our rate if it's available on that platform give us five stars you know what i'm saying we're trying to get up all you know what i'm saying get up in them in them stack rankings and all stuff like that uh yeah and again one more time in case you, you didn't hear it just because you're a gamer does not make you a good person so try and focus on being a good person this weekend uh we love you we'll see you next week for episode 19 and no cool down is out of there <laughs>